What up, party people? It's your boy Tommy G here with episode 27 of the Conspiracy Edition of the No Mercy Podcast. Shit is just fucking popping off left and right. Um, we just did a two-hour podcast uh, covering uh, George Floyd, the Trump executive order of censorship, the Biden mask shit, the uh, Biden comments about uh, if you're not black, uh, you're not black if you didn't, don't vote for me, uh, the Minnesota sheriff's announcements, agent provocateurs, uh, we talked a bunch of shit, a lot about the George George Floyd shit that's going on right now in Minnesota. But we recorded this late in the afternoon. And after we got off, so we spent a lot of the recording, just to give you a little bit of a, a cliff note version, a little preview, talking about the possibility of this being a PSYOP. And that's very difficult to do, uh, especially since, you know, a lot of people would say we're not in the position to do that. We got four white people on a podcast. Who are you to talk about race issues? And, and we just decided we're not being silenced anymore just because we're not the proper race to talk about a specific issue. So we went in hard and we said what we think is going on. And we talked about the things that don't make sense and the things that don't add up. And hopefully you guys appreciate the candidness of the conversation that we had on this podcast. But the crazy thing is that after we got off, all hell broke loose. So there's probably going to be a part two to this. So make sure you listen to this as soon as possible. And you're definitely listening to it now or you wouldn't fucking hear me. But right after we got off, news started breaking left and right. The riots kicked up to a whole nother level. Fires started. Um, every, everything happened after we got off. So a couple things that happened after we got off. So as you're listening to this, keep in mind, we didn't know any of this information that I'm about to tell you right now. Breaking news from Breaking 911, George Floyd and the police officer allegedly responsible for his death knew each other and worked together. All the reports are coming out now that these people worked together and they knew each other. Gives more credence to the PSYOP factor. Neighbors were coming out saying they didn't even know he was a cop. Was he a cop? Was he not a cop? I don't have an opinion on that. We're, not, we're still early on in this whole situation. Then there was another thing on the Amy Klobuchar front, who's a Democratic senator, who came out. And supposedly she had a uh, history. The title from the Yahoo News article is Amy Klobuchar didn't prosecute officer at center of George Floyd's death after previous conduct complaints. Now reports are coming out about all the different complaints of him as an officer. So is he an officer? Was he an officer? Was he an officer and he's not anymore? Where the fuck is he? Now there's reports coming out that he's missing and no one knows where he is. They're bl- they just blew up the precinct. They just blew up the, the District 3 precinct in minneapolis it's it's literally on fire as i'm recording this right now the guy with the umbrella we talk about him on the podcast so make sure you check out that video the guy who seemed to start the looting and the riots at the target reports coming out right as we got off the podcast that this dude's name is uh i don't have his name in front of me let me see suspicious man i don't have his name in front of me but supposedly he's a saint paul police officer and there's text going around now about his ex-girlfriend or ex-wife saying that I know that gas mask, I know that's him. A lot of stuff happening since we got off the pod. The whole premise of what we talked about on here as far as the George Floyd situation is, this is horrible, this was disgusting. This was almost too horrible and too disgusting and too timely that it happened two days after the Biden comment. We all predicted there would be race wars. We all predicted there would be riots and fires. And it just seemed a little suspicious. So we're trying to get to the bottom of it on the pod. We're probably going to do a part two with me and Bobby. Maybe it'd be a quick one. It might be 20 minutes, just like an update on this. I just did a Patreon with Sam Tripoli on the Tinfoil Hat podcast. It's two in the morning right now. Uh, We just did a whole hour and a half there. I'll see if we could circulate that. But a lot going on. Uh, There's going to be a lot of updates on this. This is part one of maybe many.
maybe 10 for all we fucking know. Same thing with Epstein when we started doing that, how we said this is part one of many. So don't know where this is going to end up going. We're going to try and keep you guys into the loop as much as possible. Get as much content out as possible. Follow us on Twitter. Follow me at Tommy G at Bob's lessons at deplorable Janet at the Bod No Mercy at No Mercy pod. Uh, we might do a periscope this weekend, uh, but we're going to stay in front of you guys. It may not necessarily be a No Mercy podcast, but me and Bobby may be banging out a quick one tomorrow. Just a part two to this, as I just said, but uh, stay on top of our social media. Um, I may launch my YouTube page next week now that Trump did the censorship stuff, which we talked about on here. We have the site being built. I just saw the wireframes. I just saw uh, kind of phase two of the site building process, that community we're going to be building where you're going to get a lot more access to us. So a lot of shit happening, a lot going on. Shit's blowing up all over the place. Um, I, I don't even know. I, I don't know. It's two in the morning. I, I, I'm literally going on like I'm delirious right now. Especially after an hour with Tripoli and Romanelli. Uh, my head's fucking spinning at this point, and I'm drunk. So uh, there was your intro. Hope you guys enjoy the show. And uh, just know, more is coming. But this should get you guys up to date. Those of you who aren't fully up to date on any of the stuff that went on today, uh, we basically had a year's worth of news take place in about 13 hours. So uh, more to come. And without further ado, hit it, Miyagi. Mercy is for the weak. We do not train to be merciful here. A man face you, he is enemy. Enemy deserve no mercy. What up? Let's get weird. It's your boy Tommy G here with episode 27, conspiracy episode 27 of the No Mercy podcast. Today, I am joined in the midst of complete and utter apocalyptic chaos around the world. We have brought on the go-to, the man who has probably appeared on more No Mercy pods than anyone but myself, Bob's Lessons, at Bob's Lessons on Twitter. Bobby, how you doing, my friend? Man, I do great. Uh, Let's get it, because there's a ton of stuff we got to get to today. Uh, Do you think think you're the front runner for co-host of the year? I would think so, uh, considering Kurt follows nobody, and I think that really right. needs to be pointed out. Zero followers, which means he doesn't respect the people. I respect Hates the, the people. people. I Hates love the people. Yeah. I agree. I think, I think you're the front runner right now. We're bringing back Deplorable Janet at Deplorable Janet. Janet, how you doing, sweetheart? I am doing fucking fantastic. How is everybody else? <laughs> I'm doing great. How many beers deep are we, Janet? Two. Oh, only two. Sad. Okay. We gotta get know, the, we gotta get to four four drinks deep, then the party starts. So I'm about I'm about three drinks deep right now. So the fourth one is usually where shit gets popping. And then in the four hole, speaking of four drinks deep, is the bod. You got my drop? Where's Kurt? Where is The fuck's up, son? Tom, <laughs> I know you missed it, but I dragged Bob the meme lord. I dragged his ass for about 48 hours straight. Oh I, did, I, did, I did miss it. I saw your meme. Right. I saw your Kurt. Where's Which Kurt one? meme? Yeah, fire. The, the, one, the one where, uh, and you can follow Kurt uh, at the bod, B-O-D, no mercy. Um, Kurt, I saw your meme and I was very impressed. I want right. to shit on you right now. I really enjoyed it. I'm sure it took you about three days to make something that would have <laughs> taken Bobby 27 seconds, but you did have President Trump going... Where's Kurt? Where is... And then you had a picture of your head 
on the McGregor a swag body head. walking through the hallway with your glasses and your backwards hat. Talking so uh, right. so good job. And good then job I dragged that. his ass with a nice alien meme. And then oh, yeah? Bob tried to come back with a meme. And I go, all right, let's post the poll to see who's better. And you know what he says? Oh, what? my meme's not by me. It's by someone else. Oh, I think Bobby. these meme lords just steal memes and claim it as their own. Is this true, Bob? I don't think we, we wait, just... First of all, what meme are you talking about? And secondly, do the you know what a meme is? A... That's, really. what, that's what meme players do. <laughs> we just take other people's content. It's like, it's like sampling, Kurt. You've listened to hip hop. You sample beats and is you that make them your that own. Is? Yes. I just thought you'd come See, up with your is, own shit. This is why I think Kurt is a member of the left. I think he's a plant on this podcast. <laughs> A secret plant because you just exposed yourself with the fact that you have no idea how to meme. And Janet is my witness because the second meme he did about aliens, it took me 30 Fire. minutes to figure out what the fuck he was trying Tom, to say. Tom, it went viral. It went viral. I just want to say it took me days and then I actually had to call Bob and I was like, what in the hell does this meme mean? <laughs> I'm actually looking at it right now. So is this the one card? How non-believers view themselves? Yeah, this is such fun. So it says how non-believers view themselves versus the reality yes. that is aliens and the it. universe. I'm already confused. Oh, um, you're lying. Bob can't meme or can he? Okay, that's <laughs> odd. And then there's a picture of non-believers, master uh, of the universe, with right. Bobby's head on, on He-Man, I guess that is. Right. And then Which reality. He stole right. it off what? my Facebook profile picture. Okay. It was and then, doctored in any way. It wasn't even doctored. And in reality, it's Bob. In there's seven farm. Bob heads. Yes, in an ant farm. That's the fucking worst <laughs> ant farm. <laughs> that is the part that I needed explained. <laughs> well, basically, it's saying Bob, who's a non-believer, thinks he's the center of the universe. Okay. He man, master of the universe, right? That okay. Makes sense. Gotcha. Gotcha. When reality, he's just one little ant on a little farm, meaningless <laughs> because he was created by aliens. Very yeah. simple. Went double viral. Enough double said. Viral. It got no retweets and nine likes. Yeah, no, right. anything went- over five likes is viral. I almost got ten, <laughs> which I round up to double viral. Hey, Tommy, you know I went double viral because I quote tweeted it. I quote tweeted. Oh my god! Yeah, I, <laughs> <laughs> so, I won round one and two. Kurt, can you do me a favor? Can you uh, want more fire you- memes? <laughs> yeah, I need more memes out of you. Can you retweet this just so it comes up to the top of your timeline? It'll give you your first re- retweet too, and then uh, I'll retweet everyone who it listened... from the house account. No, no, no! Retweet it from your account so Which, I can I got send like people thirty accounts. Which account you want me to retweet it from? The Bod No Mercy account. Okay. Your account. That's your account. That's mine. Okay. Yes. So retweet it now. Hit uh-huh. the retweet button. Okay. And then it will appear below the Kurt Where's Kurt gif when I look at your timeline. So that way when someone's listening to this podcast, yeah. they can then go to your account at the Bod No Mercy, okay. and they can look at the top one, which is pinned, and they can see this below it, and they can make their own assessments because I really, you could have just really, said, really, you could have really, just said, really, 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 really need the listeners to see this. Like okay. this needs to be seen. Kurt, and I tried to explain it. this to my friend yesterday because he's the kind of Which guy one? that tells it. Notice yep. how, by the way, notice how Bobby says his friend because he only has one of them. Yeah, because Singular? I'm a. It the real. Hey, listen, the realest yeah. gangsters. <laughs> so what did you what did you explain to Janet? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
I have I have a friend who tells jokes, but nobody gets them, and then he tries to explain them. And so I try yeah. to tell him is the whole purpose of a joke is to get people to laugh without having to explain it. And so it's the same thing with the meme. And Kurt's literally trying to explain his meme live on our podcast because none of us, zero out of three people, understood the meme. Like I meme- bet Tom understood it. I, I honestly have no fucking idea what this thing is. Well, listen, and, nine and I people want understood. I want to. No, did, nine did people like this, Did you draw the ant farm in like Microsoft Paint? Bro, I didn't know the meme world just steals each other's shit. So I'm trying to be original. I'm but Kurt, OG. is that the best picture you could have found of an ant farm? It looks like veins on a green and gray football field. It's not <laughs> bad. It looks like it looks like a tech mobile field with a with a gray penis with veins. <laughs> yeah, thank like you. Going that is, right? Thank you. Thank you. It looks that like a veiny exactly dick with seven Bob Herpy heads. <laughs> Bro, the green part says ant farm. <laughs> it looks like it looks like it looks like a herpy ridden dick of Bobby head herpes. <laughs> Look at this, I just got a retweet. Oh, it was Bob. Thanks, Bob. It was Bob. Bob's both the retweets. (laughs) That's like, oh, I have one listener on my live stream. Oh, it's my mother. (laughs) It's mom. Oh my god. You're doing great. You're doing great. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. All right. So that was, uh, so that was Kurt's experience. I mean, you, you came so hot with the first meme too. Like it was a hot, it was a hot gif meme, whatever you want to refer to it as. Right. With the Kurt, where's Kurt? And then you really fell off a cliff with the next one. But I'm looking forward to you continually, uh, perfecting your meme lord status. Right. I'm going to try to do at least one fire meme a week. And see uh-huh. how many likes I can get. So the record well, right f- now is 80. Well, well, uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Your pinned tweet, actually, I don't know if eight's a big number. I think eight's a big number in the Chinese community, if I'm not mistaken, right? Isn't that a big lucky number? But, Kurt, your tweet has eight comments, eight retweets, and 88 likes. Yeah, so that's you're going right? to you're need to do some analysis. We should hit inevitable ET up to do some some numerology on this thing oh yeah i didn't find even out realize that good call what that could mean eight right there, attracts so. money so this meme attra- that's Holy yeah shit, i think i didn't realize yeah, that i think eight is like a wealth number in the in chinese or something like that i don't know if i can know what i'm talking well about. i just good took stuff. away a like live on air so now he has 87 likes oh <laughs> well, i just i just i just added it back <laughs> <laughs> I love how we're doing a podcast for like 50,000 people and we're basically just talking to the four of us about ourselves. No one has any fucking idea what's going on. Yeah, all right, let's start so, the show. SpaceX has a lot going on. Let's start there and see where we go from there. Oh, uh, we're not going to do that. For those of you that are new here, so Kurt do, do, is an alien junkie. Oh, and we no, just. But time out. Bob tweeted yeah. about this today. So I want to get Bob's intake on the whole SpaceX venture. Intake or input? Input too. Yeah, you want both? I'll take both. Bob, what do you think right. of this? Is this real or is this fake? Well, did you notice the time of the launches? You're right. letting him do it, Bob. You're letting him do it, Bob. You're letting him do it. Last time he did this, we had 45 minutes of alien talk to start the pod. Uh, I just, I just took debate. You just took debate. <laughs> you just bit on it. Okay. Hold I don't on, know, Kurt. 89. Hold on. He's at 89. <laughs> I got to undo my like. There we go. All right. Um, yeah, no, we're not doing that, Kurt. You want a minute? I'll give you a legit. If you're not right, going to yes. try and hijack the pod, I will give you, I will give you no, I, I, two minutes. 
I'll yeah. give you 120 seconds. I'm going to start the clock right now. And right. I'll give you 120 seconds to talk about aliens. Go. Well, I don't know if this has to do with aliens. I'm more wondering what Bob thinks this is. Like, where do you, you think they up. go when they launch? He's trying to trap me again like he did. No, no, go, go, go. He's got 120 seconds. Go. I'm allowing it. Go, go. Oh, so what are you trying to ask me right now, Kurt? So when they launch, say, Saturday or whenever they end up launching, where do you think that rocket goes? Where do I think the rocket goes if they launch? Yeah. I don't know. It could disappear into the stratosphere. I'm sure it has some capabilities of landing. It could land in the ocean, all kinds of things. It could be on a certain projection to where it lands on water. I don't know. It could go into space. Wait, I thought you, that's what, wait, I thought you said space isn't real. Well, I'm not 100% that space is fake. What's your percentage on space being real? Oh, my God. Listen. Don't worry. You only got about 50 seconds left. Wait, 50 seconds? That was the longest 30 seconds of all time. I feel like I'm being entrapped. Are you a cop? Before I answer <laughs> this, are you a cop? <laughs> I'm not, not a cop. We would not tell you. We would not tell you. We have 40, <laughs> 40, 40 seconds left of Alien Talk. Continue. Okay, so... The interesting t- thing for me were the timings of the launch. So they rescheduled. It was originally at 3.33, right? right? And then a weather event happened, and they rescheduled it for, I believe, this Saturday. And the launch yeah. time is 3.22, which right. is Skull and Bones. That's the Skull and Bones Society at Yale. I talk all the time about secret societies and NASA in relation to Nazi and Werner von Braun and, and entertainment, Tom DeLonge, Freemasonry, everything that you could possibly talk about and then they decide of all times of the day it's gonna be at 322 right and they you know they love their numerology so when i see stuff like that to me that's like the immediate red flag got it that okay. is a ten sec- ten, and ten the timing sure. of it kurt the timing of it right so like <laughs> middle of a fucking pandemic right joe biden just literally destroyed himself on the breakfast club right you know CIA released all those uh, videos of the UFOs. I mean, come on, man. Like, the timing of this is uncanny. Yeah, and I'm going to do a extra 30-second bonus round here just to tease Nick Hinton, who will be coming on our next podcast. If you guys don't follow Nick on Twitter, you definitely should. Uh, just absolutely phenomenal. Just probably one of the smartest people I've ever met in my life. He's just absolutely brilliant. Talks a lot about... Um, dimension jumping and parallel universes and all that kind of shit that Kurt absolutely loves. The Saturn Cube. Uh, he has a great pinned tweet on his Twitter. It's a thread of my threads. And he has pretty much most, if not all, of the threads that he's done. He's done some phenomenal threads on there. Uh, go follow Nick at Nick, N-I-C-K, Hinton, H-I-N-T-O-N-N, two N's in Hinton. Uh, he will be on the next podcast. I believe it'll be the next one, so it should be shortly uh, in the next three to five days, we'll be doing one with Nick Hinton. Kurt, would you like to join us on that podcast? Of course. Yeah, those reverse particles. I have a lot of questions for Nick. Uh, Bob, are you going to be on that podcast? I will try my best. Bob, I think you had something. Didn't you want to tease something that we may be talking about with Nick that you need to find well, out if you have permission? Yeah, to share? I, I don't have permission, so I'll just tease it. I wanted to speak to him first, but I got a guy. I got a guy. You got an alien who, guy. Who knows a guy who has documents, who has connections to guys who can actually help me prove Kurt wrong and right about some of the stuff. So stay tuned on that one. Oh, I can't wait. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that'll be a fun one. Good, so we'll get that. So now we'll get to some real live human shit now. Uh, Also, what I want you guys... Uh, Get out of here, Kurt. You're done for the day. Uh, You can go to bed. So I also want you guys to do me a favor. We're going to talk about the censorship with Trump. We're going to talk about Biden. We're going to talk about uh, George Floyd, all the stuff that's going on. But uh, with the censorship, we have some new laws that are being passed today as we speak, which we're basically recording right after the Trump presser. So this is all very fresh. I'm sure some stuff will be uh, unfurled as we move forward. 
but follow uh, Tinfoil Hat Cast. One of the people who, unfortunately, a part of our army, was shut down and suspended and thrown off Twitter was Sam Tripoli, uh, who's not only a friend of the family, but has been a guest on our show. I've been on his show a bunch of times. So if you haven't already, follow at Tinfoil Hat Cast. Tinfoil Hat Cast. Go follow Sam there. That's his uh, podcast account. But he's only at 14,000 followers there, and he was up to like 80,000 on his main account. So let's get as many of the mercenaries over there uh, to support our boy as we physically can. Let's see if we can get him up to 20,000, 30,000 at least, and then start moving forward from there. So, Janet, where should we start? Should we kind of break down the timeline here from the Breakfast Club forward to the uh, George Floyd and executive order and all that kind of shit? Let's do the executive order first. That's, that's the very most recent thing that's happened. Okay, so we'll start with the executive order. That affects us the most, obviously. Um, lay, lay it down, Janet. Tell us what's going on with Trump. Just uh, kind of went at Jack's throat on Twitter today. Hopefully this will be great news for all of us who have our brands and our businesses and our livelihoods running through social media. So uh, fill us in on exactly. what took place. So in the executive order, what he has done in Section 320 of the Communications Decency Act, he has removed... Um, all issues which would prevent anybody from suing big tech companies that censor um, for a long so time. That was, so that was in there initially, right? They right. had this kind of built-in right. godfather protection program right. where no matter what the hell happened on Twitter, we'll just use Twitter for instance, and this applies to Facebook and all the other right. uh, outlets, but they were not able to be sued no matter what took place, right, right. on their site. Okay. Right. And that's it's kind of like the vaccine manufacturers, too, where you can't sue them either, no matter what harm that they do. Um, so all of the big tech companies um, were getting uh, basically benefit immunity. from the government. Yeah. Immunity right. from the government against any kind of lawsuits leading from censorship or, you know, political interference, et cetera, et cetera. And so Trump removed all of that in his executive order that he signed today. So, so now that is officially, and I'll ask questions for the listeners who are new to what's going on, that is officially removed or is this something that needs to go through Congress and all that, or is it officially gone as of right now while we're recording? No, What's it's it? officially gone. Okay. Bobby? No, that's what I was going to say. You know, once the EO's in place and it's issued, I mean, it's it remains in force until something happens, whether it's through right. uh, Congress. And then even when that happens, then that can get vetoed. I mean, there's a long process right. um, that would have to occur. So, I mean, it's... Well, give us... The, lay it out. You were, you were laying it out before. Do you still have it in front of you, the whole process? Uh, I, yeah, I mean, I from, from what I gather, and this is just from reading, is that once you sign this EO... Um, until it's canceled or revoked or considered unlawful, or even if it expires, I mean, it's it's active. And then even if it goes through Congress, it has to pass by two-thirds majority, and then it can go back to the right. president. The president can veto it. So, I mean, it's a long process to get it reversed. So what, what basically right. what it's doing is, is like we said, uh, I think it was Section 230, where uh, it, the important thing, and this is the important thing, is that, it, like what Jan says, it removes the immunity. And right. they had this immunity because they claim they're a neutral platform, almost like a, uh, you know, electric company or something, right? Non-biased content, you know, neutral platform. However, they weren't operating as such. They even, like we said, fact-checked 
the president of the United States tweets, which I think is a trap, but that's a whole other story. So that right. being said, now they're acting as publishers with an editorial obvious bias one way or the other. So you remove the immunity. So now guess what happens? You can continue to censor, but guess what educating liberals can do? Guess what Tommy G can do? Guess what true reporting can do if you take them away? We can file lawsuits. We can we can file class action lawsuits. And then they have to prove in a court of law why they removed your content, right? So it gives them two options. Basically, Trump's putting the ball in their hand. He says, okay, you can continue to operate as an editorial or a publisher and control the content, okay? But now you're going to have to review all these posts. You know, you're going to have to go through these uh, class action lawsuits. And what's going to happen is Twitter is going to destroy itself and people are going to move to other platforms. The other option is is to get out of the censorship game, which is probably the only way Twitter and Facebook and YouTube are going to be able to save themselves is by getting out of censorship entirely. So it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. Like either way, like you know, it's a brilliant move to put the ball back in their hands, and that's kind of what we've been fighting about for the lo- a long time because this is like what Tommy said: this is our livelihood. You know, this is how we make money. So. Um, yeah, I mean it's 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 even more than that, right? It's it's our livelihood. It's true reporting, Tripoli, educating liberals. You know, everyone out there who's been demonetized, um, Joe M. You know, it, it's not just about the livelihood. The livelihood is an important part of it, right? Because you know, this you can't just give up your whole life to just be a freedom fighter, right? Like you have to be able to make some sort of a living while you do it, or else you know you end up going broke and homeless, right? And then your mm-hmm. voice won't really mean much. But it's also a matter of the they're trying to silence those of us who are speaking out against the unconstitutional shit that goes on every single day, right? So it's more than just a livelihood. This is, this is about us having a voice. And what's happened was the digital soldiers, as we've talked about in the Flynn video that Bobby did and we've all been playing over and over again, it's, we're outnumbering them now, right? Like you're seeing people speak up, even on the issues of, of uh, George Floyd, which we'll talk about how you know, all of a sudden you're seeing people just not be afraid to speak out even on race issues, Right. Like things that as a white man, you weren't allowed to speak about even as recently as three, four years ago. You know, you just kind of kept your mouth shut and stayed out of it. Now you're seeing people actually speak out about some of the hypocrisy, calling out the false flags, blaming stuff on Soros. So they're trying to silence everybody. And this order really is going to put them in a tough spot. I mean, honestly, I would say if if there's a way to capitalize off this order, I would be shorting Twitter stock. I'm actually shorting it currently. Um, I would be betting against Twitter stock right now, but does anyone know Janet or Bob Kurt? I'm assuming you don't know cause you're half retarded, but do either of you guys know, is this retroactive? Like what about a Sam Tripoli? What about a Joe M? Like, are they now allowed to sue today or is this only as of today? I mean, I'm, that's I, a this good thing qu- just happened an hour ago, so I don't expect you guys to have all the information. On no, it, I mean, that's a, I actually was thinking the same thing because it's kind of like, okay, what if they make weed illegal and, you know, all the people right. that went they to don't, jail. They don't release the people from prison, right? Yeah, so I, I don't know if retroactive would work or if, you know, somebody that was banned permanently. Um, okay, but, but here's the thing. About- here's the thing, and then I'll let Janet go. Well, guess what Sam Tripoli can do now? He can start a new channel. You know, he can he can – Educating liberals can get another Twitter account. That's the way I right. look at it, right? So, I mean, I don't think it would take long for somebody like Educating Liberals or Sam Tripoli to, you know, uh, repopulate their uh, Twitter numbers. I think it's always tougher than we think. But, Janet, what were you going to say? Okay, so on that same kind of line of thinking, um, Trump had actually 
tweeted out not too long ago uh, about the censorship and a link to let the government know who was being censored or who had been removed, who'd been demonetized, etc. They have a reporting hotline. So a Mm -hmm. lot of people have actually been, you know, even reporting accounts of people that they're friends with that that Twitter has removed for no apparent reason or, or, you know, what that just some bullshit reason. Right. Yeah. So there's been a lot of people that have actually been reporting on that line. And so they have built a hell of a case. It would not surprise me if the federal government did not actually sue the tech companies on behalf of the American people. That would be sick, Kurt. So here's what's really going to happen since the left never gets touched. Uh, so this is in effect, I think a lot of people like Tom and whoever else are going to get big nuts right now and think they could say whatever they want. <laughs> right. And then they're going to be yeah. in a shock. I saw Bobby today. Bobby's like went straight at Jack with middle See? fingers and All everything. Right. Now what's Bobby's completely emboldened today. I saw that. Yeah. Bob. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love it. I go with Jack every day. Right. So it's already starting. And now right. what's so Bobby, happen? so let's use Bobby master okay. of the universe. Use from the your math. Okay. okay. So you believe Bobby is still on an anthill right now, but believes he's master of the universe. Yes, this is perfect. This is exactly (laughs) what's going on. Continue. And tomorrow, maybe the day Mm -hmm. after, Bob's going to get kicked off Twitter. And Bob's going to (laughs) say, wait a minute. Trump said I can't get kicked off Twitter anymore. And then Jack's going to say, yeah, we don't take orders from Trump. And you know what Mm. else Jack knows? 99% of the people that do this are not going to sue. Because it's going to cost you thousands upon thousands upon thousands to fight Twitter in court. So nobody's going to do this. So yeah, but you can put multiple people in one case. You can put multiple people on But you also got to remember, this is an election year. Twitter has made money, what, once in 2018? They don't give a shit about making money. That's why Tom's smart to short it. But they don't care about profits because it's all propaganda. So they're going to totally do- going to pull that clip that you just said, Tom smart. And I'm going to play that like your Kurt Schoen oh, clip. Fuck. Yeah. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> so continue. continue. So, Keep so yeah. So I think Twitter does not give a fuck. They're going to ban even more people now. And they're going to say, come at me. And what did Trump say? Trump said, I'm going to leave it up to the States to do it. Right. So the States are going to have to oversee everything. We live in New Jersey. You think our governor or whoever gives a shit if Twitter bans Tommy G. Nothing's going to happen. I think this is going to be empty threats. The left never gets touched. And I think this is going to be another scenario where, again, they don't get touched. Bob? What do I think? I mean, I I think that uh, even if 90% of the people that don't sue, the 10% that do sue are going to sue for such a ridiculous amount that it could bankrupt Twitter. You know, they could go under. That's what I think. If you think of like if you add up all these if you add up all these lawsuits and class action suits like you said you could put multiple parties on one suit you know you don't have to like like I could go into a pool of people that are filing Twitter for you know for ABCDFG reason you know maybe I can't afford it but maybe a, a report you know one lawyer is either working pro bono or maybe it's uh, I I could tell you this would happen because I'd throw money what if it's crowdfunded. You know, because uh-huh. I, I could see something like that getting crowdfunded. Are you kidding me? A class action lawsuit against but the big question is where would the lawsuit take place? What do you mean? Like what state? Is it a liberal state? Well, That's I would assume it the... could. It could get as far as the Supreme Court if it's if it's that big of a class action suit. 
I mean, I think it's too new to figure all that stuff out yet. And I'm sure there's just like there's divorce. Uh, there's states where it's more beneficial to get married in exactly. because of the divorce laws. You know, I'm assuming whoever's in charge of this. I wouldn't doubt if educating liberals, Joe M and all these guys, I think they were already on it. I follow Dylan on Instagram and it, he, he had a post about a week ago, which I never followed up on, where he was talking about um, already starting it, that he spoke to lawyer friends, found a loophole. He was going all in, you know, that type of stuff. So. Uh, I think we all just jump on this shit now, honestly. Fuck it. But, yeah, I, I think it's going to be something like that, and everyone will know. They'll get the right lawyer. There's going to be a lot of lawyers who will do this pro bono, too, who just want to be in the spotlight, who just want to be you know, ahead of the news, because this is going to be a big topic. I'm really curious to see how this plays out. I could see it going the way Kurt's talking about, where it's just another instance where we think we have something that we've accomplished, and then all of a sudden Jack just goes, fuck you, and goes all in. And starts basically rioting on Twitter and wiping wiping everyone else out. I don't think that would be a savvy business decision. It looks like Jack's already backing down a little bit in some sense when he was saying, don't attack my employees. This is all me. Uh, And we should talk about this guy right now. Uh, What was his name, Janet? Joe Yoel Yoel or something like that? Um, Hold on. Let me find it right here. The guy who's the fact checker for Twitter. James Woods just posted something today with some of his tweets. So Yoel Roth. Okay. It's Yo-Yo yeah, yo yo L, Y O Y O E L, and uh, this was on the news before, and Trump spoke about it, I believe, and it's now James Wood tweeted out. Here's some of the tweets for Yoel Roth, the Twitter fact checker, right? So this is the guy how we talk about Snopes, Bobby. I think it's time. I don't want to promise a thread. I can't believe I'm even starting this. Uh, I think it's time for us, Bobby, to kind of revisit our Snopes thread that we were we were working on, just to talk about some of these fact checkers. But this is the Twitter fact checker. <clears throat> His tweet from July 2017. How does a personality-free bag of farts like Mitch McConnell actually win elections? Okay? That was just three years ago. Another tweet. I'm just saying, we fly over those states, referencing the flyover states, that is, you know, pretty much a derogatory term for half the country. I'm just saying we fly over those states that voted for a racist tangerine for a reason. Keep in mind, this is from 2016 from Twitter's fact checker, who is now going to... Make sure everything is legit on the internet. Here's another one. Yes, that person in the pink hat is clearly a bigger threat to your brand of feminism than actual Nazis in the White House, 2017. So as a unit, do you people feel comfortable with this person who is obviously extremely biased, extremely leftist, and definitely hates Trump and anything associated with Trump? Do you feel confident that he is going to give a fair and balanced fact check of anything that comes across Twitter's platform? No. <laughs> there you go, Jack. <laughs> Absolutely no. And, and, you know, that's exactly what I sent to Jack Dorsey yesterday. Um, and, you know, I did not mince my words. You know, I don't have a filter. No. And I said, okay, so are you going to fact check organizations like CNN that you use to fact check the president that constantly posts fake information, MSNBC, the DNC, Hillary Clinton, Joe Biden, are these people going to also be included in your fact check process because they have all put out a lot of tweets that are not factual? How about the the WHO, the World Health Organization, tweeting out right. that this virus is not contagious human to human as, as recently as January and February? So, But you know, I will say one thing. Um, Jack Dorsey, in his own tweet, which somebody really needs to screenshot, before it gets <coughs> wink removed, 
um, when he said he was taking complete, you know, and accountability, and total responsibility for all of the stuff that's going on on his platform. However, Mark Zuckerberg was interviewed by Fox News yesterday, and he was asked about the censorship and of the president and whatnot. And he's like, oh, I don't think, um, yeah, I don't think Twitter should have, uh, uh, whatever. Uh, what the, yeah, what a, the fuck was that? We, he's have like, I don't a, think- we have a team of, of people that do that for us. Okay, so here's how Facebook is going to try to weasel mm. their way out of Third this. Third party. Third party, yep. Right. Because uh, they don't work directly for uh Facebook, or they're not Facebook employees. They're a third party hire, so they have no control over what content this third party organization is censoring. Right. Whereas so, yeah. Jack kind of fucked himself when he went on Twitter and was like, nope, it's completely my responsibility. Right. If not you ask people. me, Twitter's going to go down, Twitter's going to bomb, and Facebook's going to survive because. Mark Zuckerberg thought of loopholes. That's what I think is going to happen. I hope not, because Facebook is a dystopian hellhole. I mean, it fact-checked an image I I made of that uh, L.A. health inspector. You know, it fact-checked an image, man. And so then I went on Facebook. It was literally, for those people that missed it, let me tell them what it was. It was basically all you did was took a picture from an interview. Yes. Or from 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 a briefing that she was doing behind a podium. You took a picture of the health director of of L.A. County who literally looks like the Crypt Keeper. I screenshotted like it. Yeah, you screenshotted an image of her actual face speaking and posted it and said, this is the L.A. County health director. And it's it's completely comical to see that the most unhealthy-looking woman in the history of the world is the health director. Right. And you got two fact checks on it. You got one for misleading information yep. and one for... Offensive uh, content. Or something yeah, like for that. offensive content or something, and her face is offensive. Well, it is. I, what I basically said was, if, I was offended. If, by I said, her if, face. if this is LA's health director, I don't want to be healthy. So that's what I said, right. <laughs> and it got fact checked. So then, what I did was this: I took, a, I screenshot an image of Donald Trump and went into my Photoshop program, whatever, and just made the contrast to where his face was just fucking bright orange. I mean, just orange as a fucking orange. That's the best reference I could use. And uh, and I told everybody to report me. I said, please report me for, you know, fake information, for offensive this, that, and the other. And nothing came about. Nothing came about. Nothing. Yeah. I, I, nothing. I had it up there for five days. I didn't, I didn't even put anything else out. I just left it up there. And it didn't get fact-checked or anything like that. But Of it, course. Yeah. And I, I wish we could fact-check Jack's post from 2006 where he wrote, making the good pasta – Reading through some amazing parts of the satanic verses, the golden threads begin to intertwine. <laughs> uh, so- I wish someone can fact check that and see if he's using the pasta analogy for little boys uh, in that, because I'm pretty sure we all are making that good pasta, Jack. Hope you're enjoying it, you piece <laughs> of shit. But um, also, there is a new thread, by the way, that I did. Bobby, you did a new video. I'll let you tell that in a second. Um, I did the Gavin Newsom thread, which you guys have been waiting for. Uh, also, <clears throat> I released it over... Excuse me, I'm choking on something over here. I released it on Memorial Day weekend, so some of you might have missed it, but it's pinned to my account. Uh, Gavin Newsom, Manchurian Candidate. It's a 38-part thread about Gavin Newsom. really ties into Pizzagate. It ties into a lot of shit with this dude, the Gettys. Uh, Shout-out to Nick Brobo. 
uh, on the assist on that tag team at the end of that one. And Bobby, you have a couple new videos which you recently put out. I got a question uh, before we get to that. So anything like um, like major bullet points or like what any like the most interesting thing that you found out about him? Because I know you and Janet both has a lot of information on Gavin Newsom. Like, ties yeah, Janet, you claim I ghosted you on that. You did ghost me. Uh oh, went through the threat. I didn't see. You know. It. I didn't see. You probably did not even pay attention, but I dumped a lot of shady information on Newsom in your thread. I don't, I don't, I have to, I'm going to need to see this. I'm going to need to fact I check did. this piece of information. So I uh, did. I'll go There's first. A lot. On, I'll go first on Gavin and then I'll let Janet uh, pile in on top of it. And I'm pretty mad if I did miss that. But uh, the first thing that started the Gavin Newsom thread was the uh, pedophile finger in his logo which I drunkenly found. A lot of people were asking how I found that. Uh, the way I wrote it out in the thread is exactly how I found it. I was actually going to find, I was looking into all the pedophilia shit in California because it was right around, Bob, Janet, you remember when we were talking about uh, all the company logos, right? Like AOL right. and Google Play and all that, right? And Google right. having a 666 in it. So I was on like that kind of trip and I think I was a little stoned and a little drunk and I was just digging down that rabbit hole trying to put a thread together. Then I realized the L.A. Sheriff's Department has the uh, Boy Lover logo in it uh, six times. So, you know, that's where I was heading, right? And the only reason I got to Gavin Newsom was exactly what I said in the thread. I said, uh, well, if there's so much shady shit going on in California and Hollywood, their governor's a piece of shit. Let's go fucking look into him. So I went to his Twitter page, and he had an odd header. It was just a weird header. It, It looked like a concert, right, which is not what you normally see out of a governor's header right it's usually them with a a child or doing good service or you know with a flag behind them or something uh and a a, a sticking out like a fucking sore thumb was a backwards arm that was coming out of nowhere it's connected to no person in the audience and it has a completely photoshopped pedophile logo in the finger the finger curls like a curly fry like it's physically impossible so started going into that that's where nick came in Uh, i had nick brobo uh, find me some information on the Gettys. So we went into his childhood, how he was basically adopted by the Gettys. Uh, he was related to Pelosi through marriage for a period of time until a divorce. Um, we started tying it to Epstein. A lot of stuff in there. The big thing was, uh, I'm surprised how many people didn't know that Don Jr. is dating Gavin's ex, uh, Kim Guilfoyle. So that was interesting, how they were building them up to be the Kennedys. Talked about how he slept with a 19-year-old Girl, he was dating a 19-year-old at 40. Um, he fucked his staffer's, not only his staffer, his campaign manager's wife. Did you know about that, Bob? No. Yeah, he actually fucked his campaign manager's wife. Like, that's pretty extreme. That's a pretty important person in your, wife, in your life. Talked about him releasing the pedophiles, <clears throat> his ties to Tom Steyer, who was in the Walnut Sauce Pizzagate, and really just went into some of the more recent stuff with Gavin, too, as far as the coronavirus billion-dollar deal with China with a company that was uh, delivering faulty equipment to the U.S. After that news came out, Gavin gave him a billion bucks for masks. Just just crazy shit tied to this piece of shit. Um, seven of those pedophiles that he released, or sex offenders, I should say, that were released from prison, six of them got rearrested within three weeks. Um, just, just a real piece of shit. So, Janet, did you have anything else on Gavin Newsom before we continue? I did. He has some very interesting ties to three different mob slash gangs um he is tied to a gang out of china through raymond shrimp boy chow 
Um, also, one of the members of his um, Senate that was in uh, California. Anyway, this this guy is an admitted gang member. There's videos about him. There's pictures all over of him and Newsom and this uh, senator named Lee uh, for guns deals and all kinds of interesting things. And then he had ties to the El, El Salvadorian um, you know, uh, cartels and whatnot in, uh, El Salvador. And it was mm -hmm. going to be a beautiful partnership between him and these gangs to reopen and reinvigorate their surfing industry in California. Huh. Um, he has ties Hi. to a Russian mobster. Um, the lady that helped Gavin co-write his book, um, which was called Citizen Bill, which was about um, updating the White House with technology, wink, wink. Mm -hmm. Anyway, he was involved with all of that, but his co-author is uh, started her career in Russia. Uh, he was getting gifts from Russian mobsters and has all kinds of interesting ties there. He has ties to... Uh, the fracking industry, him and his wife with the oil rigs and whatnot, even though he always says publicly, oh, we don't believe in fracking and we're going to shut down fracking. And then lo and behold, both of them own giant shares in the fracking industry and in the oil rigs. There's there's so much shit on him. I could go on for hours. It's amazing. He was he was basically being built up <clears throat> to be the new JFK, right? Exactly. Like he was, he was basically built up to be a Kennedy. Uh, coming into this whole thing with Kim until right. that whole thing fell apart. But uh, yeah, Bobby, you had a couple of things. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, you know, and it was funny because I I texted you. I said, "Oh, great thread. Did you mention the Getty Museum?" <laughs> I, I, thought, I didn't, Yeah, this right. is this is Bobby fucking like. You want to talk about like not even. I've watched all his videos like I read 30 the whole times. Thread. I was, you did not read the I whole fucking God. thread. You're such a liar. I read it at 4 o'clock in the morning. He literally said to me, did you even mention the Getty Museum? No, and there was, was a certain like, yes, aspect of it that I asked if you mentioned. Yeah, oh, oh, the fires. That's what it was. Because right. uh, the fires at the Getty – or the, the California fires were a big thing. I know we talked about directed energy weapons and fake fires and, you know um, – so there was a, you know, a lot of these fires happened around this location. There was actually a video, I believe it was from Joe Rogan's Instagram, because they were driving through this, like right on the highway. And it's a great, I shouldn't say great video, because uh, it's a great video to demonstrate of what we're talking about, because the fires were happening. And as Joe Rogan's driving, there's a sign that says Getty Museum with an arrow, basically like, you know, exit here for the Getty Museum. There were fires around the Getty Museum. And the museum itself, if you look at it, if you Google it, it looks a lot like, you know, like you said, like like Epstein Island. It sits on a mound. Right. And um, there's been multiple instances of employees saying that there's like specific time frames where even the employees can't get on location. And if they do, let's say they're trying to retrieve like a laptop or whatever they leave at work, that they cannot get on location. And these armed guards like pre prevent them from getting on there. So um, it's like it's a really interesting rabbit hole if you want to just look into the Getty Museum itself as well. Interesting. Yeah. Kurt, did you have any take on uh, on Gavin? I know I know you have kids yelling in the background, I guess. It seems like you keep putting your thing on mute. Yeah, that's crazy stuff. Yeah, good good input, Kurt. All right, so let's move to the next topic. <laughs> you never know what the fucking people are talking about. <laughs> because we're actually talking about current events and uh, things that make sense. Boring. I miss the days when we did Project Looking Glass and Bigfoot and all this fun <laughs> shit. 
Kurt, soon quarantine will be over and we'll have to go back to that shit because we won't uh, have I can't wait till the on. election's over and we get back to the good stuff. Yeah, then we'll, we'll have Hinton on and then you can talk about oh, your good stuff I'm coming up. But let's talk about the real current events that are going on right now. The executive order. Um, Kurt, did you have anything else you wanted to add on the censorship or anything? Are we yeah, I, I got right back into reality transurfing and I want to recommend uh-huh. parts one through five to everyone if you really want to avoid all this shit. These are called pendulums. Everyone gets stuck in these pendulums where all they concentrate on is all this bullshit. Get into it, separate yourself, and get your life straight. Okay, so you you, you want to do a thread on transurfing? Why don't you That's do that? Actually you can make not your a bad fir- idea. Right? Like, you can come out with your first thread. That's a really... I need to come out... If I'm doing memes now, I kind of got to do threads, too. Right. Yeah, you got to come at me. You got to do research for Janet, because Janet's the research girl. Right. I'm the thread guy. And Bob's the the meme lord, so you need Wait, to start making I? me. Well, you need to come at all of our heads. You need to challenge all of us and all of our your co-hosts so here, supposedly. What's a good thread like? Five or six? No, like thirty-six. 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 Tweets? Thirty-six parts. Yeah. I don't even have thirty-six tweets on my account total. Yeah. All right. So you can start. You can start with. You can start with five or six. All right. So all right. I'm going to promise to the fans right now. I'm going to hold, have on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is breaking news on the No Mercy <laughs> podcast. The bot is coming out and making, Kurt, I'm just letting you know. Yeah. You are a very busy man. You have very multiple busy. jobs. We're starting a whole new website, right. which is going very well, by the way. We had a great conversation today. The website is coming along nicely. So when you promise these people a thread oh, or a I video, deliver. I'm not you. They are vultures <laughs> if you are even a day late. So I want I want a firm date. Bobby, we need a firm date, right? I would like a hard date, yes. Let next hard year. date, hard date, preferably with a time. Bobby l- launches at specific times. <laughs> I want Kurt, I want Kurt to launch at, three, at 322. It's definitely going to yeah. be at 322 on a certain day. <laughs> okay, so 322 p.m. on which day? I'm going to say like June 8th. <laughs> Wait a I want to stick with just... the 8th. June 8th. Yeah, what? You should pick a day, June 8th. What are you going to do, uh, like so... one part of your thread per day? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to... I'm going to do eight tweets because I'm sticking with the eight theme. That seems to be okay. working for me. So June okay. 8th at 3.22 p.m., my first thread tweet comes out. Oh first tweet thread. Okay. So Kurt's going to have his first thread. We're excited. It's going to be about trans surfing. I don't know. Might, might not be. Could be about okay. Gavin Newsom. Apparently, <laughs> this industry just steals everyone else's shit. I might steal your thread. <laughs> Bobby just just takes eight parts of my thread. Yeah, and he makes might just take the eight best of that thread. <laughs> he just screenshots eight different threads and just pastes them together. I'll, put my, yeah, I'll paste my avatar like, on there. It goes from like Gavin Newsom pedophilia to like Saturn Cube <laughs> to a clip from Michelle Obama has a hammer video from Bob. <laughs> just completely fear and loathing thread like all over the place, like adrenochrome at the end of it. No yeah, theme. So June eight, three twenty-two p.m. Put your notifications on; it's coming. All right, at the bot, no mercy, Kurt. That's like your fifth Twitter handle shout out. I know, bro. My Twitter that. is gonna blow up after this episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's talk about what went on with Biden. So Biden, who has been held behind the scenes, uh, everyone obviously knows they need to keep this fucking idiot out of the spotlight because he's brain dead. Right? I don't care if you're right left centrist wherever you are i think everyone knows biden needs to be hidden the dnc knows it the democrats know it the republicans definitely know it they need to keep this guy out 
right? Especially out of African-American communities, right? It seems like most of the times, Bob, where Biden has fucked up the most, like his corn pop references and the fucking leg hair in the pool, it's always when he's like speaking in a, in a, a large percentage of African-American community, right? He starts talking different. He changes his vernacular, his accent, says ain't and y'all, and you know, tries to really relate like a total fraud usually does when they enter a community that isn't their own. Would you agree with that, Bob? Yeah, it's like Groundhog's Day. I'm literally watching 2016 all over again because we experienced the exact same thing with Hillary Clinton on the exact same show, by the way, The Breakfast Club, where Joe Biden said, you know, basically, if you don't vote for me, you know, you don't know what black is. You ain't You're black. Not black. You're not You're black. You're not black, right. Hillary Clinton you ain't black. did the same thing on The Breakfast Club in 2016 when they said, give me one item that you carry in your purse. And she said, hot sauce, okay? And <laughs> when you talk about changing your vernacular... Like, that's what Hillary used to do when she spoke in black yeah. churches is she changed. She tried to sound like a southern black woman when she talked in front of black people. And you have Joe Biden doing the same thing, saying, oh, we're going to remove the chains that shackle you. Oh, my God. That was the worst. Remember that, that one? The, you know, that corn was pop, the worst. Corn pop was a bad dude. That's corn how I learned about Corn pop was a bad protein. dude. No, what you about know? the poor thing you said where you... Uh... What do you say? You white poor kids, kid what is it? could be as smart uh, as white kids or something like that. Yeah, poor kids are just as smart as white kids. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like uh, it's he, like Groundhog's Day, man. And let's think about this as far as the, uh, comparing 2016 to 2020. All right. You have uh, an incompetent, inept Democrat candidate who, in my opinion, both of which, Hillary and Joe Biden, are unfit to be president, are unhealthy. Do you remember what happened to Hillary? How uh-huh. many times Hillary, she slipped yeah. and fell and Fainting. brain dead and did those like weird facial expressions. And on 9-11, she literally had to get carted off. She had some dude that looked like was injecting her with something to like keep her focused. She had a fly uh-huh. land on her face. And now you, <laughs> now you got stuttering Joe Biden that literally, literally does not know where he is. And they're confining him to a basement. And he lit- he spent two months in isolation and finally got brought out of his reclusiveness to go deliver a wreath wearing this awful black mask that I know you want to you know tear apart. Uh-huh. Um, and it, it's like I'm watching t- 2016 all over again. And t- to top it all off, which will segue into what we're talking about. Black Lives Matter is back. Black Lives back and the race yeah, wars are back. I knew where back. you were going. Yeah, I knew where you were going. It's yep. fucking... I mean, it's it's fucking unbelievable. Like we know their playbook, and I know we're going to get into this. I don't want to jump on it now, but I don't want to forget it either. Bobby, did me and you not? I fucking wish we did this on your Periscope or on the podcast. It happened to be sometimes like twice a week. Janet and Kurt, me and Bobby. I, I don't really know how it happens, but I turn around and it's six thirty in the morning, and we're both still on the phone, right, Bob? Yes. I feel like, yeah, like we, you know, I, honestly, I feel like we could do a separate podcast with like our late night ramblings and just openly record it and just pick like the probably the 12 minutes out of the six hours where we actually say something like of importance. That's kind of like up. our conversations. That's right. Yeah. Janet, Janet and I talk about dicks for like three hours. The- <laughs> I know, right? Bob loves talking about dicks. <laughs> but we, we, we literally were just whacked. Like I'm usually drunk and I ate, an, I ate one too many edibles. By the way, for those wondering, my progress on becoming a pothead is going horrifically. I can't get this down. <laughs> I, I think I've, I've it's so bad. Kurt, Kurt knows. It's I've never like you've two, never been good with pot. I don't know why. No, you're doing I'm this. so bad with weed, but I have to. I have to because it's all about like the 
the transurfing mindset, Kurt. I, I need to, like, to get one of you into it. My goal is to get you because you're fucking lost. So if I can get <laughs> you into it, I'll be good. Well, I'm waiting for your thread, June 8th. Oh, yeah, yeah okay, June 8th, guys. Yeah, it will be my entrance into the thread. But, you know, I'm literally sitting here thinking if I'm going to keep moving forward in this community, this is like a pothead-driven community, right? A lot of people smoke weed in this community. This isn't like a cokehead community like Wall Street was, right? So I got to adapt to my environment. And, uh, you know, if I want to end up, you know, hanging out with Tripoli and L.A. and Rogan and all these guys, and who knows where this fucking journey can end, I need to make sure I can handle my weed because I can't be in a room and be fucking, you know, retarded and not be able to speak in sentences. So I'm trying. I think I, Bobby, I think I've built up a decent tolerance. I cleaned a bong the other day. Whoa. I, yeah. Did you, you watch like, like a YouTube fucking, video or something? I did. I watched a two-minute YouTube video and fucking <laughs> murdered it. Like, hey, I murdered I just, it. Can I just yes. say one thing? Feel free. Honey, weed is not going to change the retarded. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. It's just going to make it worse, isn't it? It amplifies it's it so usually. Bad. So bad. Yeah, but it's not for guys like <laughs> Sorry, you I just had to. <laughs> it's it's true. I'm thinking it's like a negative times a negative is a positive, Janet. So if I'm already <laughs> retarded and I do a drug that makes you more retarded, maybe it'll make me normal somehow. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, praying like negative two times negative two is four i don't know like we'll see we'll see if that happens but there are other so, drugs to help with that yeah no i'm good with the uppers just the downers i'm not good on so so i had this bong right that my my old business partner kevin adams magic sports guy um left here which i was not very happy about he used to live uh, in the same building as me and he just left it here but it was and, a like, tobacco dr- pipe right he left his tobacco no, full pipe. bong okay no, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna fuck it. So dude. we're saying this. Come to my house. Okay, okay. Just I'm it. already fucking. Dude, it's fucking weed. What are you gonna do? But uh, yeah. So so he left it here, and I was like, all right, like I need to fucking clean this thing because it was dirty as shit. So uh, so I figured out how to do it, and I figured out you put Epsom salt for those of you that have a dirty bong. You have Epsom salt, and like a, if your bong's dirty, you pour a bunch of Epsom salt in, you pour a bunch of hot water in it, and then you just fucking let it sit and you shake it up, and it cleans the inside out. Hmm. And I did it. And I pulled it off, so I'm very happy. But, uh, but yeah, I'm not very good at this weed thing. It's not going well. Um, I'm missing meetings. I'm still shot the next day. I wake up high. So uh, I will continue to keep keep working on my journey. But as of now, it's not working out very well, Bob. I think it's the strand of weed you're doing, man. You got to get the stimulating kind. I don't think like the sativa, anything. man. It boosts your energy, helps your focus, gets rid of your depression, all that good stuff. That's what I use. That's what I use when I make my masterpiece memes that are going to – like Kurt doesn't even realize what's going to happen, bro. You don't want to start a war with me. I, I don't even think you get it, dude. <laughs> if I get the right weed and a couple of hours at night, which is every night, a freedom to think of how I can own Kurt. Just imagine what would happen if I spent my entire time focusing on how I can own Kurt with me. I would oh, I'd probably I let you do it. Great I don't have time image to for a meme. <laughs> what, Save it, Jed. Don't, don't don't text it to me. Oh, yeah, yeah, don't text. Yeah. I'm not going to spill it. Mm-mm. Kurt, this is what the meme lords do. They have their they have their partners, like you said. It just steals it for everyone else. Well, I know, yeah, because Bob hey. came at me again. I think like two days ago, and I was building a fucking patio in my backyard, and I'm like, do I really want to stop to fight this idiot? 
And I just kept building the patio because I'm like, I'm not doing this. <laughs> like, I don't know how they have time to do all this shit. It's like, weed, it's, man. No, it's called an apartment. That's what it's, it's called not having a yard. <laughs> it's called having no yard. Bob's rationing his weed money and his lawsuit money right now for his censorship. He's like, if I don't smoke for three days, I could sue Jack. <laughs> I, could, I could join this. I could join this fucking group to sue Jack. Oh. Um, so anyway, that's the update on, on my weed that's going on. But yeah, so Biden, of all places to go, decides one of his first public appearances, uncensored, where he has no control of what goes on, is to go on the fucking breakfast club, right? Which, you know, r- love him or hate him, I-, I think they do a good job. I mean, it's listen, it's not about their views. I don't care if you agree with their views or not, but they're uncensored. They're hard-hitting. They're, you know, I, I respect that. Right. Like even if you're not on the same side of the aisle as me, sometimes they do ask a lot of tough questions no matter who's on there. So, you know, Biden got a lot of cupcakes and a lot of fucking, you know, slow, fast ones down the middle. But, you know, they're always going to come out. Charlemagne's at some point going to drop something to fucking put him on blast. And he did. And Biden just fucking just just fell on his face and said, basically, if 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 you don't vote for me, you ain't black. Right. Now, this happened a day after. The timing of this is very important because this is when me and Bob were on the phone, which I was saying before the weed thing, where we went on the phone after Biden said this. We happened to be on the phone late that night. And me and Bob both said to each other, Bob, you remember it was almost at the same time where we said, yep, cop's going to kill a black guy this week. Well, yeah, I was basically like... And we started laughing. I remember thinking like, like, okay, there hasn't been any police brutality or like, you know, any type of event like that that can stir up a race war. Well, because we've been in quarantine. Right. Well, yeah. That's the school actually, shootings, that's yeah. all that shit. Right. Yeah. And we were on the phone and it was like, and we, we laughed about it. Not that it's funny, but we laughed because we thought it would happen, but we didn't really think it would happen. Right. Like how many times could you go to the same script? Right. So we, we kind of said it like, oh yeah, we were drunk. Like, oh, you know what's going to happen this week? You know, cops going to kill a black guy. And what do you know? Like literally Biden was up. This is the first time I've ever seen this. Fox came out with a poll. That had Biden up 40, 52 to forty four percent on Trump. You remember that, Janet? It was just like a week ago, yeah. right? Like the Fox poll had Trump down eight percent, and it was Don't all over the, the news, right? Whatever. But it was obviously bullshit. But just the fact that Fox put it out, every left wing source took it and ran with it, like you know. And so Biden was like charging and trending, and all these polls, which mean nothing, were showing that Biden is taking this lead, and then he comes out and does this. Like, the only thing he could have done to just pull a 180 on the spirits that were going on around Joe Biden. So then we had the Karen versus Karen thing in the park, and you started to see the little whispers of the race war starting. Bobby, you posted that meme with the little guy with the stick. Yeah. You know, saying, oh, yeah. You know, start a, what did it say? Come on, buddy. Start a race war. It's like, it's like he's poking <laughs> a stick like it's a little dog, like saying, go to the bathroom. You know, except yeah. he's, he's <laughs> cool. prodding this thing. It says election year. Basically say, like, come on, buddy. Start a race war. It's an election year. Start a race war. Let's go. <laughs> and then out of nowhere, probably, and again, this is no joking matter at all. The I would say maybe the worst, if not top three police brutality videos I've ever seen. Yeah. In the George Floyd thing. Like, I I was watching it, and I, I turned it off initially because I was just like, what the fuck? Broad daylight, middle of the street cop who looks just like a killer from a movie like he literally looks like a kkk killer right like this guy looks like a skinhead murderer not a police officer 
and just knee on the throat, just uh, murders this man in the middle of the street with cameras, phones everywhere, three other cops around him doing nothing. And it's just, you knew what was going to happen. Like, you knew this was, you know, phase two of the pandemic or phase three of the pandemic. What's your percentage on this being a false flag? So I think you have to look at it from two different ways, and we'll go around the circle here. Um, I think you have to ask the question, one, because there are some threads that are going around. Keep in mind, we're only about 24 to 48 hours out of this happening. And it is gruesome, and it is horrible, and it is not acceptable, and it should never be done. But there are some videos that are trying to punch holes in some of this, like the arresting officers were different than the officers that murdered him. The number on the cop car was different than the number on the cop car that was shown when he was murdered. The cop car wasn't even pictured in one of the camera views that was going on there. Some people were talking about how the license plate said police. I actually did dig into that. I didn't do a ton of research on it. But in a quick Google search, it seemed like there are plates that say police. So I'm not getting caught up on that. I'm kind of throwing that out. But people are digging into it. So the question is, was the act itself a false flag? And then was the reaction, the riots, and the media outcry after it a false flag? So, Bobby, we'll start with you. The act itself, was this a scripted killing by Soros and these guys, and then the reaction after it? So we're doing two different Percentage, percentages? percentages? Percentages, right. Okay. The act itself, and then the, the aftermath, the riots, and all that. Um, af- okay, after listening to uh, the gentleman that was ki- – I'm sorry, I don't remember his name – I think George George Floyd. Yes, I I think t- I'd say twenty percent safely, um, and that twenty percent what twenty percent a false flag where, you know, because here's what happens sometimes a false. I mean, there are patsies, there are victims, you know, there are people that serve certain purposes. They may not know it, or they may choose you because of whatever. Twenty um, percent, because I don't want to, you know, put any weight on that until I really look into everything you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. but as far as the reaction and the riots the riots like, i'm yeah. i'm gonna put my foot down that 100 percent. everything that transpired after it is has every single uh every single like like textbook component yes te- it's textbook false flag everything that i'm seeing especially in the last 12 hours really okay yeah. janet the, the act itself the murder and then the the aftermath Okay, the act itself, I'm going to say like 10%, and here's why. That was really fucking excessive force for a, quote, alleged forgery. Uh Um, And then the cop that was seen kneeling on his neck was not even a cop that was released in the video... Prior to where did this right. guy come from? It was, was a different, really yeah, cop? it was different cops. Right. I don't. Uh, it's fishy to me. Now the stuff afterwards, a hundred percent, hundred percent, no doubt, no question. Okay, so Kurt. So wait, the guy that was kneeling on him isn't the guy that killed him, or is the guy that? that killed no, him? the guy that kneeling on him killed him, but that wasn't the original arresting officer. Uh, no. I only saw like like there was two other officers that arrested him and sat him down. And there was no violence. There was no chaos. There was no drama. I think it was a Spanish guy, a shorter Spanish guy, and, and another guy. But, uh, yeah, those officers that came in at the end entered the situation halfway through it. 
he would almost have to be brainwashed, right? Unless he has a history of doing this, because he looked like an older guy, right? He's probably, what, 50s, 60s? Yeah. For him to have this as his first thing on his record would be very weird. Well, that's the other thing, and that's why... Remember we did the whole Vegas shooting thing, and we talked about the dude that, you know, was, you know... uh, that they charge with, with shooting everybody up, uh-huh. you know, I like, obviously this guy wasn't charged with something like, like gruesome like that, but this, you know, this happens to where they, they take people like that. They might have like a criminal past or they probably don't have much family or, you know, and, and they say, okay, that's the guy or, you know, we're going to use this. Listen, and, and I'm saying all this and I do want to preface this, that I don't believe that this is what it is, but just, just, you know, if we want to do some digging, right, you're on 80% not. Yes. Yeah. But right. this is like this is what happens, you know. Like there's a patsy, there's a fall guy. Uh, a lot of times, you know, when these falls like happen, you know, there's always elaborate plans, and then there's you know, they never get away. This guy was just on a you know some kind of forgery thing. So you know, Minneapolis, by the way, also is another hotbed area for a lot of this shit too. So the location itself is very interesting to me. Um, all these factors, in that being said, all these factors in, I, I can't say. Maybe in a week I'll be at 50%, but right now, like, I can't say anything more than 20%. Yeah, I'm going to give my percentage. I think, <clears throat> again, we're only a day or two into this. Um, I'd be at, you know, a much lower percentage if me and Bobby on the phone Sunday didn't say this was going to happen this week. <laughs> like, and, and so, so I am very biased here. I want to say that. And I don't want to diminish what took place, okay? Keep in mind. There is still a chance that this is all just complete chaos, and then none of it's even real. I mean, there's, there's a you got to at least give it a one percent chance that maybe he's not even dead. You know, who knows? Like the way these fucking people operate, they're so insane. Who the fuck knows what they're capable of? But I'm gonna assume what I saw was real, um, even though we predicted it and we did say it. I wish we fucking recorded it, but it's hard to really say that this wasn't i'm gonna give this less than 20 percent if we fucking predicted it three days earlier right bob i think we got to give ourselves a little bit of a because i know there's going to be people listening right now going you guys are so insensitive a man died like we fucking predicted it three days earlier and there hasn't been one of these that has blown up like this in fucking months so you know we got to have a little credit there for we got to give ourselves a little leniency that this could be a little bit ridiculous and something off with it i do believe that they put pedophiles into the Catholic Church. I do. And I'm going to tie this together. I do believe that they take kids, they MK Ultra them, they make them altar boys, and they move them up within the Catholic Church to destroy the Catholic Church from within. I do believe they take bad kids, MK Ultra, some of these kids that are in police training, and they turn them into kind of Manchurian cops, right? These weapons that they can use in the future. Right. And trigger them. I do believe they do the same thing with school shooters. I think a lot of these school shooters are basic. The school shootings really happen. But these are kids that are basically either under the thumb or mind controlled by guys like Soros and shit like that, where they're you know what I'm saying, Bob, where they're almost like built in like robotic weapons that they could just click the button like, like all right, go like Zoolander. Right. Exactly. Like Zoolander. Right. Exactly. Like Zoolander. So I do believe that. So I believe that this cop. If he even is a cop, and we'll find out all the information. Keep in mind, it's just 24 hours ago. Something was up here, man. It, it just didn't make sense. That type of excessive force for someone who wasn't really doing shit wrong in broad daylight with all the shit that's gone on before, with all the camera phones around you, I mean, it's just insanity. So I'm going to give it 25%. Yeah, that um, was like personal. Bobby. You don't do that unless something. Yeah, th- something fucking like. 
something snapped on that dude there. So, you know, if you if you believe in the MK Ultra shit like we all do, the fact that the three other officers didn't try to stop him, that's the fact I mean. that no How one did ar- nobody stop him. No one around him tried to stop him. Like everyone took their phone out and was filming it. I mean, we're watching these people throw rocks at cops and smash in cops' windows right now. Like, why the fuck aren't you doing anything while that's happening? So, it just seems a little weird, seems a little predictable. The timing of it two days after what Biden said, I can't give it less than 25%. I just can't in my core. I don't believe anything is real anymore. Um, The aftermath of it, I'm not going to go to 100% because I do think there would have been some sort of riot anyway. I think the whole country's pissed off and quarantined and and everyone's angry to begin with. I'm going to go like 95% because I do believe 5% of that would have happened anyway. I thought you were like going to go to like 60. No, no, no. I can't be 100. We, we can't say 100. the whole We can't say the whole entire thing was because of Soros. Because if Soros and them weren't involved, you still would have probably no, had a riot. I think they're helping. They're going to be the ones that help keep it alive instead of just dying down after 24 right, hours. Right, exactly. And- like, listen, that Trump picture was set up. The fact that that thing went viral. By the way, for those of you that don't know, and it's so funny that even as recently as today I'm talking to people, the dude in the Trump hat, the, the make whites great again hat, was not the officer. That is a different person. That was not the officer. Ice Cube sent it viral. Cardi B sent it viral. All these people sent that around, so the retractment will never be heard. But that was not the cop in the makes whites great again hat. That was a famous uh, troll there. So how do you think this story ends? This particular story? I mean, it, it's going to end with... Black Lives Matter, Soros movement coming into town, Al Sharpton, and they're going to make a big deal about it for as long as they need to, as long as there's other news in the cycle, you know, that that has to do with like, you know, whether it's the uh, we talked about the uh, the Flynn Ukraine tapes or Obamagate, anything, anything to cover that up. They're going to keep this going as long as they can or they're going to create a second event, which happened in 2016. Why don't we do it right now while we're recording? What's the next false flag that will happen between now and the election Mm. i don't even think it's now in the election i think janet when do you think the next false flag would be because this thing is going to keep steam right now because we're in quarantine and no one's got shit to do so i could janet do you believe that the looting hasn't taken place already where people are allowed to walk around with full ski masks on like i've been saying for the last three months how the fuck are people not going out and robbing banks and fucking robbing liquor stores when you can literally wear sunglasses, gloves, and a ski mask, they're not and you open. look normal nowadays, why is everyone not robbing every place around? Why are they just doing it now, today, and yesterday? So how long do you think this goes, Janet? What do you think the next thing will be? Okay, so first off, it depends on what state you're in as to whether you're going to be able to get out and loot and set stores on fire and act like a fucking retard. Because, um, like, you know, the... <clears throat> the governors and and whatnot mayors from like <sighs> crazy democratic states um that won't allow travel and all that stuff they're not going to be able to get out people down here in the south they don't do that kind of shit so that's right. not going to happen here um me personally okay this is going to keep steam for a little while because insert george soros insert black lives matter insert all the fake phony you know, bust in supporters Propaganda, and, right. and, you know, whatever. They're going to play it as long as they can, which is what they do. So I'm going to give it a couple of weeks and then something else is going to happen. What do you think it would be? Ooh, well, I think 
they're going to have another incident like that. It's going to be another kind of police brutality thing, but it's going to be um, in one of the Democratic-run areas. Oh, yeah, it'll be in L.A. or something for sure. Right. It's going to be in, like, one of the states because then it pulls the heat and the attention off of the governor or the mayor or whoever's enforcing all these crazy psychotic orders. It's going to be someplace like that. This is like our draft. Yeah, it is. It is. I think um, something's going to happen in Florida. Uh, more specifically, Broward County, Miami-Dade area. Mm, uh, look at Bobby. Bobby going right, like, picking his, calling his fucking I'm gonna, shot. I'm going to babe root this because the Florida governor just came out and talked about how great the statistics are, which is true. Yep. See, I mean, he yep. took a shot. Right. He took a shot at all the governors that, you know, are getting praised. Meanwhile, you know, they're sending people, you know, back to the retirement homes and, you know, killing off the old. So the elderly, by the way, Florida, if you want to talk about elderly population they have a you know extremely vibrant elderly population in florida yet their numbers are so good uh right. so i think that they'll well, attack- it's the retirement state it's the retirement capital of america right and their numbers are that good correct so i think you know once this this particular uh incident you know loses steam in the in the cycle i think and then um, biden says something stupid again biden right? says like, something there'll, be a, stupid. there'll be a do you think there'll be a trigger before it uh, yeah, either that or if they're losing steam, then they'll put a second wave of Corona in like some red states mm-hmm. that are opening up, you know, maybe mm-hmm. orchestrate like a protest in Florida, like a, you know, some kind of like, you know, oh, we're not practicing social distancing anymore in Florida and we're storm, you know, we want to open America back up. Right. And then they, you know, something happens in Florida, whether it's a, a virus or just, a you know, something like Parkland shooting that happened in Broward County. So th- those, those types of places are hotbeds for for, uh, you know, false flag activities. So I, I'm thinking something in Florida, Broward County, Miami-Dade. Yeah. So I'll call the area. How's that sound? Is that good enough? No, I like the area. Do you want to predict if it's another police thing? Is it a, mm-hmm. something at an old age home? What do you think? What do you think is going on? Um, I think the police thing. It, okay. If we're going to follow the script of 2016. Right. I'm going to say an event like Charlottesville. You know, yeah. like, and then you, and then you go, and then after Charlottesville, because remember, part of Charlottesville that was called out is that there was videotape of the uh, both sides of the protest getting off the same bus, you know, and people holding up like rebel yeah. flags that still had the folds in it, looking like you just took it out of the Amazon package, you know. So right. <clears throat> I think it'll be some kind of media matters or Soros staged event in that area because the reason why those are hotbeds is because not only can you get away with that stuff, but you know, the deep state's fully entrenched so much in these areas that they can protect everything. They can protect the media coming in and out, the information. They can protect the crisis actors and, you know, all that stuff. Because, um, you know, at some point I do want to talk about agent provocateurs. These are the people that incite riots. So they're, they're the ones that go in there during these, uh, you know, because there might have been a peaceful, peaceful protest in Minneapolis, which is what it right. seemed from one of the videos I saw. And then you see some guy in a black suit and an umbrella bashing windows in with a hammer. Uh, right. So. I just wrote that. I added that to the show notes on my, my little thing here. So I'll make sure to get right back to that. Bobby. Cool. The bod. What well, do you think happens next? They're trying to hit everything. They got the pandemic. They got the race wars. Next would have been uh-huh. school shootings. They can't do that. Right, but we don't have any. So I think they're going to go environmental. Ooh. So I think we're okay. going to see Greta back. That's my girl. 
Ah, makes a comeback. Now I the return of Thunberg. Yes. Now I can't predict what's going to happen. I don't know how these sick fucks think, but it's going to be something environmental to push that whole green thing and how Trump is against it. Blah blah blah. It'll be something like that. But that's my next bet. Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go along the same lines of Baba Jazz. So you think Greta's coming back? That's my girl. All right, I follow her on Twitter. She's the only one. No, stop. Please do. Yeah, go with the Hold on. You don't follow your. Oh my God! Are you kidding me? Please don't follow your co-host, but follow Greta, my girl. He does. He follows Greta Thunberg. (laughs) (laughs) The Bond, no mercy. Another shout out, Kurt. Kurt Bro, did a great job. Fired a few episodes. A few episodes. He did a great job <laughs> of getting us to talk about aliens for forty-five minutes, and now he's got his Twitter handle shouted out like seven times <laughs> on one podcast. Kurt has. Kurt, you have twenty-six hundred followers. I'm God, blowing up since I started memeing. <laughs> <laughs> So, oh, you're, you are blowing up. Me, Bobby, and Janet got to stop fucking tagging you and shit. This is, this is crazy. <laughs> you were at like a thousand. So he follows oh. one person now. We made fun of Kurt on the last podcast because he followed zero people. Greta Thunberg. Greta Thunberg is the only person that Kurt follows. Right. On, uh, <laughs> you know what, Kurt? That's amazing. You know who Kurt reminds me? Y'all ever see Pawn Stars? Uh, the uh, Pawn yeah, Shop? There's this character, uh, this guy Chum uh, Chum Lee, and he was. He, they always had him as like the heel and the dumb guy on the show, but like he was the most genius one on the show because he marketed his name and like he sold, you know, like he literally like put intellectual property on his name, and now he's like the richest person out of all of them <laughs> because on, on the show, like he had this, you know, he played the dumb guy and the heel, but everybody fell in love with the character, and now like. He's worth his net worth is more than anybody else's because of that. Oh God! I shouldn't be up here. <laughs> I should be in school right now. <laughs> You've stolen my dreams and my childhood with your empty words. Oh God! Tom, Kurt. before we move on to your uh, right, we prediction, can't move on. I didn't. I just yeah, want to okay. announce something. Tomorrow is uh, a very big day for you. Is it for me? The Lady Gaga has her new album dropping tomorrow. Chromatic. Yes. Oh God. The the, the little monsters are probably going to be attacking me. The little monsters are going to be coming out. I got to do a thread of my threads. I got to have all my threads on there because I'm sure a lot of people haven't seen the Gaga thread. But uh, when we get the new site, we'll have it all up there. Yeah. Should I go after Gaga tomorrow? I think you should just retweet it. Bro, it took me like a month to get those people off my back. Yeah, yeah. that's why I stayed like, it was off that literally episode. I was mentioning how I must have put something down my drain, you know, like some like a lemon or something that I was just jamming down my I think it was a lemon. And now I have these fruit flies by my sink, which Janet so lovely. Janet, would you like to tell people how to get rid of fruit, fruit flies in case they ever do have them? Well, you definitely can't ask Kurt because no. his answer was really psychotic. But anyway, <laughs> you have fruit flies. If you have fleas, if you have anything like that, put a little bit of water in a bowl and a few drops of dish soap that creates surface tension. And so when they fly in there, they cannot get back out. Hmm. So All right, there, you there go. it is. Yeah, and Super I asked Kurt. Super easy, simple mom tip. There we go. I love it. See, we're, we're a very versatile show here. I asked Kurt before, how do I get rid of fruit flies? He said, kill them. So that was his, <laughs> that was his logic for me. 
So, Wait, so basically, no, yeah. no. And then he said, I think we did that at work before. Yeah, I did it at work. Yeah, I can't remember what it was. <laughs> I, don't, I couldn't remember. I did it at work. But then I remembered. You got to get some apple cider vinegar. <laughs> a, little, a little apple cider vinegar. With that in the so, dish. They love that shit. Yeah, they love it. I got a little bit of everything. I actually did a combination of everything. I put soap, apple cider vinegar, and he water. He put it in all the same. <laughs> well, you don't understand. I have it all. Like this sink, I clogged the sink. I have it. It's just like a bathtub for fucking death in that thing. So, he just uh, made but, a bomb on his counter. Yeah, don't it's anybody a complete tell bomb. him. No one come over here for like a day. <laughs> so, yeah. So I put some fruit down the sink, and I guess it was stuck down there because I just jammed it back down. So I got out a bunch of fruit, fly, fruit flies, right? It's happened maybe once before. So they're the fucking worst right that's what lady gaga's little monsters were like it was like fucking when you finally get rid of the fruit flies the last thing you want to do is fucking bring them back so i don't know if i'll be attacking her um i had to make a prediction right yeah so i'm gonna go all right here's here's my bobby i'm going kind of big brain theory here with you i love i love the florida call Mm -hmm. right because they do need to attack florida they do need to get them off the radar florida's debunking firsthand all the fucking coronavirus you know quarantine thing i think another issue the left is having right now is that whitmer up in michigan is just getting her ass kicked and michigan is a big state that's a swing state right just like florida florida's a big state too so i'm gonna go in the same vein bobby i think something big is gonna happen in michigan it's close to minnesota not far at all soros and his team is already out there al sharpton's already out in minnesota right now they're losing Michigan. Everyone in Michigan hates Whitmer. This will be a perfect excuse to start riots up in Michigan. I think we have another um, officer or some sort of false flag. I'm going to say it's an officer uh, with an African-American man. I'm going to say it's another murder. I think it takes place in Michigan, and I think it starts the extreme riots. I think it's worse than Minnesota, and then I think you have that whole portion of the country just imploding fires everywhere. Minnesota will relight back up. Once Michigan hits. So I think we're looking at Kurtz, Big Ten country being the epicenter for this new BLM movement. And uh, Michigan is next. And Whitmer will have to step in and look like a hero to calm things down. No, I think that's a good prediction because, I mean, the Rust Belt is what won Trump the election, you know, in 2016. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. They need to get Michigan back because they're losing it. So I'm I'm in the same boat with you. So uh, you wanted to talk about the uh, agent provocateurs, which sounds like, uh, I don't know, it sounds like an HBO Real Sex episode. (laughs) I know, right? I mean, it could could be. I think uh, if you look it up, it's also a lingerie company. So we're not talking about that. Um, I mean, we could if you want just to. Just to tease you into it. That would be great. uh, Janet's all in now. (laughs) Now, Now we're live. That's the, uh, only because I was picturing the three of you in lingerie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm actually I'm actually wearing a thong right now while we're recording. Oh, sweet. <laughs> I'm going to snap that, baby. <laughs> Candace Owens tweeted today, uh, Minneapolis chief of police just confirmed that many of the protesters that are burning down the city are not from Minneapolis. Bobby, I know this is to lead you into what you're about to talk about, but... That is a big part of this, the bussing in of chaos. So uh, give us what you got there. Yeah, bussing in of chaos. So, you know, like in Charlottesville, we talked about bussing in protesters or crisis actors. Um, but there are these things called agent provocateurs, and you'll see them happen a lot of times during peaceful protests. What they are, you know, whether it's government agents or law enforcement, they're, 
their assignment is to incite violence to start the fire. So a lot of times all you need is the person to break the first window and then guess what everybody else mm-hmm. does? Then they start breaking yep. windows. Um, this is not fake because they've actually been caught in 2007. It happened at a, a summit in, I believe it was Quebec, um, where it was actually caught by somebody who put it on YouTube where it was um, police officers who were caught red-handed uh, inciting a protest. So, um, And they actually had to admit it. Um, so a, a video surfaced today. And this is why I don't like commenting on stuff until I really, you know, you know, usually 48 to 72 hours and then something will surface. There's a video today and it looked just like JFK, like the JFK mm-hmm. assassination with this guy sitting with a black umbrella. And everybody knows about the umbrella man with the JFK assassination. This guy, all black, black umbrella with a hammer is busting holes in the walls. And there's this black man that approaches him. That's just like, yo, dude, like, what are you doing, bro? Like, what are you doing? And you hear a couple people saying like that, like, that's a cop. You're a cop. You're a cop. You're a cop. You're a cop. And then and then he's like running off. But the camera keeps following him, you know, for probably like a minute and a half, two minutes. And then he tries to uh, start a fight with Swat this guy. the camera. Right. Bro, it it's textbook agent provocateur. So the job of the agent provocateur is to go in there break windows, start fires, and then what it does is it gets the mob mentality going to just start looting. So all they do is yep. they stoke the fire. And and, it, and there's videos of it all the time, and you always wonder why these people never get arrested. Um, there's a video, it happened in Greece during a protest where Asian provocateurs were used, and then you literally see police acting like they're arresting them, and then it's almost like a scene. And you see them get, yeah. Dude, it's like a play where, like, you get off the stage and then you go to the, they just release you off to the back of the stage, like exit stage right. And then they, mm-hmm. then these agent provocateurs just sat there and almost watched the rest of the event, you know? So these things are real and they happen. And when I saw that video, that's when I was like, okay, so that's what started this looting and that's what start, and that's what's going to fuel the racial divide for realistically, probably throughout the entire summer because I'm scrolling through Instagram and Facebook. And all I see is all the, you know, all the well-known celebrities and everybody's given their take. And, and it's even, even like people on both sides are taking the bait right now, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, and, it, and the thing about it is like you said, not only the umbrella for those of you that didn't see the video, I'm assuming most of you have, but you're literally looking at, you, you know, when, when something just doesn't fit, right? Like you can sense it, like, you know, which, which one doesn't belong in this picture. Right. And you just see, you know, a bunch of uh, people there, you know, mostly African-American, you know, mostly angry. And then you, which they had a right to be. And then you, but they weren't breaking anything no. or starting anything. They weren't throwing anything. You know, they were just pissed off, which, which you should be. I mean, we all saw the fucking video. I'd be fucking pissed off too, and I'm not even black. So, and then all of a sudden you see this six foot three white guy who doesn't fit in. Who's got a full mask on, a full like gas mask on? That was the I mean, crazy thing. Like he had, an like, industrial gas mask. Like an industrial yeah. gas mask on, right? Like one of the ones you'd see uh, uh, from Breaking Bad, you yes. know? <laughs> like that's, you know, except he was in all black instead of yellow. He had a full hood on. Uh-huh. You couldn't see any part of his face. Nothing was exposed. Full gloves, full black from head to toe, carrying a fucking umbrella. And can we also Just, note that it was not raining outside? No, it was not raining outside at all. And the umbrella even looked a little weird. It looked like it had a point on the end, like to stab someone with more than it did like a regular umbrella. Yeah, but what's it looked the like point one of, those, of like... the umbrella? Why would they do that if they know well, they're going to so, stand out? So one, it would hide, it would shield you from any overhead cameras, mm-hmm. right? So any overhead cameras pointing down wouldn't be able to get you in the picture. So I'm assuming that's one of them. The other thing umbrellas are used for in riot situations 
are to actually stop tear gas. Mm -hmm. So one of the ways that they do stop riots is they spray tear gas at you. And if you have the umbrella out, the umbrella acts as a face shield. So he had a full gas mask on and an umbrella. So he was there preparing for fucking tear gas, right? And then he brought a hammer. And he was just hammering out each window. Like one by one, just ting, 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 knocking down. It almost looks like one of those... um, like ball peen hammers, right? Like where the whole window shatters when he hit it. And it almost looked like you were, you know, some guy was going to walk right behind him 20 seconds later and just drop in like Molotov cocktails yeah. in the holes that were made. Right, right. Like that's what I was expecting to see the next guy come in and just drop the bombs and the fucking Molotov cocktails, rags and, and alcohol in the fucking holes that he made. So it was really shady, really weird. Um, and it, he looked just like Antifa. Same thing with the liquor store. Same thing with AutoZone. You see these Antifa professionals, all black, fully covered, gas masks, gloves, hammers, really just inciting the riot. And that's why they use the term fire starter. You know, that's why that term exists, because it's whoever starts the fire, chaos happens after that. So uh, I'm all in with you on that, Bob. Yeah, I, it's it's a literal play. I mean, and it's straight out of their playbook. They have the script, and, and they and they do it, and that it just works to perfection because they've mastered the art of of maneuvering people. You know, they've mastered the art of that. And part of the maneuvering of people, and I've seen this with Asian provocateurs, by the way, they create a distraction, and then while the diversion's happening, they grab up and they they can break anybody that has a camera. Or like, uh, you know, an independent journalist, they'll, they'll smash their cameras or the lights on the camera. So, or if the video gets up to YouTube, they'll censor it. So, like, I had to search really long and hard before I found uh, the video from uh, the the from the Canadian uh, incident that I was telling you, where the police actually got caught. Because those videos get scrubbed. Like a lot of the sites I go to that you said the video, those those get scrubbed. So part of this right. whole process is the censorship aspect of it, which is why we talk about that so much, you know, about all the stuff getting taken down, because it's all part of the PSYOP. All part of the PSYOP is censoring the truth in independent media. And then the next thing you need is you need the MK Ultra puppet, puppets on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, all the leaders with tens of millions of followers. There's a reason why Cardi B is where she is. There's a reason why Ice Cube, you know, I hate to say it to you, Kurt, but if you look at a lot of you know, the NWA guys and a lot of the people who were a part of the original, if you really bring this back, uh, Tripoli did a good job with this with Gaither and some of them on his podcast where he talked about the beginning of how they've been trying to oppress the black community, right? And we can go into hours and hours of podcasts on this. We'll definitely do that at some point. Um, But, you know, this has been a systematic long play that's been going on, you know, when the crack epidemic that was going on. You know, the war on drugs, you know, we could do a whole podcast. We should do a podcast on all this. Um, You know how the war on drugs, they were basically shipping in crack into these communities to create this crack problem. Um, There's a lot of theories, which I believe in about AIDS and how the AIDS epidemic was built to harm, you know, the lower uh, lower income and African-American and Latino communities, uh, how they really pushed forward the gangster rap and the guns and all this, how Soros had guns shipped into inner cities. All that kind of stuff. And it's just funny when you see a lot of the people who were started at Ice-T, Ice Cube, a lot of these guys, Snoop Dogg. They're still there. All, they're still here. They're still around, right? They started the whole kind of gangster rap world that really has held back certain communities for a long period of time by, you know, kind of looking up to that, you know, environment that you don't want to be a part of. The funny thing is they've all gone mainstream now. Ice Cube's making kids movies. Ice-T's making kids movies. Snoop Dogg's a cornball. 
right? Like these, these gangster rappers from back in the day. Easy E maybe was the sacrifice. But these gangster rappers from back in the day, they're all still here. They're all still alive. And they're all commercial. And they're all fucking borderline billionaires. Like these dudes have 20 million Twitter followers. They're some of the richest people in the game. Cardi B, another one that's just a train wreck. But Cardi B goes out and tweets. Uh, I got to find her exact tweet because I quoted it. And it was just the most ridiculous shit I've ever seen. She said, they're looting in Minnesota, and as much as I don't like this type of violence, it is what it is. Too much peaceful marches, too much trending hashtags, and no solutions. The people were left with no choice. Um, I'm pretty sure you had another choice outside of looting a target, right, to make your point. Ice Cube was the first one to circulate the dude in the fake Trump hat that wasn't a real image. So you're seeing how many retweets did that get like twenty five thousand or something? Well, Cardi B's got fucking, I don't know, forty five thousand or something like that. Ice cubes. I'm looking at it right now. Um, And has he pulled it down or has he removed it? No, No. he actually retweeted it again. So he did it in May 27th. Uh, He tweeted it at eight thirty nine a.m. Fifty one thousand retweets, one hundred forty four thousand likes. And then you saw him do it again. He posted after that. This was just uh, an hour later. He wrote, the FBI knows exactly who the racists are in each police department and still let them do their jobs until something like this happens. Stop sitting on this critical information. Weed them out and get them out now. You know, and that got another 30,000 likes and 11,000 retweets. And, you know, never pulled it down. Never said, hey, sorry, that wasn't. The-. Nope, just straight incite violence, incite these riots, Janet, and then just let it circulate. Okay, so a couple things about that. Okay, so think back about that video, you know, with with that cop. Right. That is either police or military training to know to cut off your carotid artery. Right. That is not a random, you know, police officer, whatever, that, you know, just green off the street just join the academy or whatnot. This is somebody that knew. Right. Second thing about that, about, you know, Mr. Floyd, there is video that surfaced um, that makes me believe this was another one of the MK Ultra mind control, whatever. Because he was on video talking about how the millennial generation yep. is yeah, lost. Yeah. Yeah. They re- they need to return to God, that God is the way, God is the light, etc., etc. This is a supposed forgery. However, we never saw him coming out of a store. Right. We only saw video of him on the sidewalk where he was already laying on the ground. And then, like I said, it was only the two cops. You didn't see the other two people that were supposedly involved. And all the videos I've watched, I've only watched three cops. That's yeah, it. I've, I've there seen, was supposedly I've, four involved. I've never seen four. I've only seen well, I three. I saw the, ori- the original two were different than the last three or four. Exactly. Was, right. And so the whole thing to me, you know, if... If it really did happen, which I I need people to understand, you need to think about, did it really occur? If it did, those that particular officer, military, whatever he is, 
martial arts guy, what whatever the guy was, uh, needs to go down for it. But there's too many things to me that do not make any sense whatsoever. Because you do not use lethal, lethal force on somebody for a forgery charge that's not resisting arrest. Right. It, it's, so there, there's, it's something, one of those... there's something fishy all about the whole thing. Listen, a year ago, Bob, I think you would agree. A year ago, we wouldn't even be talking like this, right? Like even th- two years ago, three years ago, we would have been like, "Listen, let's let's toe the line here." You know, we don't want to, you know, look like we're being insensitive. We don't. But there's just been so much blatantly. We we keep saying, Bobby, they keep getting more blatant, right? They're not even hiding it anymore. They're not hiding their censorship anymore. They're not hiding. Anything that they're doing, their desperation, they're throwing Hail Marys. We've been saying it for a while. Fake impeachment charges, trying to trump up everything they can. They got six months to figure out what the fuck they're going to do to get this dude out of office or else they're done. Because you give Trump four more years, they're fucking done. It's all over. Obama's going away. Clinton's going like Everything's done. He needs just more time. I think we're all in agreement on that to get that done. So... That's, I think, the reason why we're a little bit more emboldened now, Bob, because they're so fucking blatant and it's so fucking obvious that we got to kind of call it out, especially if we predicted it three days ago and it happened two days after a Biden gaffe about racism, right? BLM, Black Lives Matter. We haven't heard from these fucking guys for three years. Yeah. You know, we haven't heard from they, they were rampant during the election cycle and then they fucking disappeared, right? Like it was just gone. Like poof. It was just Kaepernick lingered a little bit, but Black Lives Matter just disappeared for the last couple years and now all of a sudden boom six months before the election back in full force with one of the most gruesome police videos you've ever seen so we're not being insensitive here to to dig into this this is our job if this was a white guy i would do the same thing if it was a white guy by a black guy if it was any situation our job and what we do as kind of conspiracy realists and questioners of the truth and free thinkers is to take what we saw try and go to the 180 degree opposite See if it makes sense. And if not, we'll come back to the conclusion. But like we said, Bobby, we're only 24 hours out from this. So we're, we're not taking a strong stand. We're just saying, hey, it's worth questioning with all the coincidences surrounding it. Yeah, I would actually go the exact opposite and say we're very sensitive because we are the ones that want to get to the bottom of it. If we, if we really expose this stuff, then guess what happens? This kind of stuff doesn't happen. This racial tension doesn't happen, all the divide, and then we all turn our eyes towards the real enemy. That's, that's our job. Yeah. And so if anybody's right. listening and you're saying we're being insensitive, insensitive, I want you to think about this. That is the subversion mind fuck yep. tactic that they use to get you to go back to their side. To, to think, not question. Right, to not question, sure. to not investigate. So what Janet was saying about the video released of, of the gentleman who, who, was, who was slain is that he becomes a candidate, okay? We don't know his involvement. I, I'm not going to make presumptions, but when I saw that video, and, and yeah, I know we're talking about Ice-T and NWA and all that stuff, one of the things he was talking out against is all the gun violence and how his yep. own people— we're, we're toting guns around and feeling proud about right. it. And he was very much against all of that. So, you know, now they can use him as a martyr and everything. But I get, listen, they vet, if this is what we think it is, they vet these people. So they say, mm-hmm. okay, he's a candidate because, okay, he might have a couple charges, so we can use that. He's on psychotropic medication. We could use that. He doesn't have much family. He's not married. He doesn't have kids. I don't know. I haven't, I don't know anything about this guy. So right, right. if you vet him and, and it fits some of the descriptions of, of a fall guy, 
then he's an unfortunate victim of the circumstance. Now, you know, I, I do also agree with Jim. Not to mention a pretty easy, like Janet was saying, a pretty easy way to bring someone down, even if they weren't doing shit wrong, is saying that they were involved in a forgery. Yes. Right? right. You know, because you can't force the guy to rob a store. You can't force the guy to do something crazy. But a forgery, I mean, I could walk into 7-Eleven right now and they could say this is a fake license or this is a fake check or whatever it is. And they could put me in handcuffs for a forgery, even if it never really happened. So that seems like an easy way to arrest. And someone. that's why I, when I, we talk about, you know, people are like, oh, well, if you have nothing to worry about, then, then why are you you care if the government or anybody eyes oh, on yeah. your time? The reason if you why have nothing to hide, what are you worried about? The reason yeah. why is because every single one of these people, every single one of you people, every single one of us has something that they could stretch into something if they needed to for their particular purpose. And that's just you want the well, easiest. Can I, can I add to that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So think about all of the DNA collection and the contact tracing and all the crap that's been going on. Um, all the people that willingly submit their DNA to right. ancestry.com, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Honey, they have your whole family history. It's not just you. When you submit your DNA, they have your family tree. So say your your mommy or your daddy committed some kind of crime a long time ago. It leads back to your family tree. Those are things they can use against you. They have oh, your DNA. They can plant it anywhere for any reason that they want. Mm-hmm. And, and the Wake funny, up. Yep. And the funny thing here is that the analogy I'll give you is when people say that shit, Bob, it <clears throat> drives me insane. If, you got, if, you, if you're not doing anything wrong, why do you have anything to hide? Okay. Give your cell phone to your girlfriend for a day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even if you're not cheating, give your girl your cell phone for a day. Watch how that fucking turns out, right? <laughs> That's so funny. Could be just a... It's true. Even if you're not doing anything wrong, you're not cheating. I guarantee you she will find something on that motherfucking phone with a text to a friend where you said babe or hon or, you know, love you too, even though it's your good girlfriend that you've known since. She will find something, a fucking dick pic from 2007. She'll find something on that fucking phone that will get you in trouble. All right. And me and Mad Lab joke about it all the time. Kurt, you remember the podcast when we played the Valentine's Day game. You know, if you really think you're in a good relationship, give your girl your phone for the day. No one will do it. Same thing as the IRS. Let's say you were perfect with your fucking taxes for fucking years. You've done it all by the book. And all of a sudden you get in the mail. You're being audited by the IRS. Name one person who doesn't shit their fucking pants. Everybody. Even if you did everything right because you're knowing, oh, shit. You know, they're going to fucking find something even if I didn't do anything wrong. That's exactly what I do. I overpay my taxes quarterly because I'm so paranoid. Because even if I ever get a notice saying I'm being audited, it's like my biggest fear. (laughs) You'd kill yourself. Right. Yeah, you'd kill yourself. How do you think they took the the whole mafia down? They took the whole mafia down through the IRS. Yeah. They didn't get them on any of the charges they were trying to murder or anything like that. They just fucking audited the shit out of them, made up, trumped up some charges, gave them fucking 20 years for fucking tax fraud. Yeah. So... You know, that's that's how they take everyone out. They, they take you out with some bullshit trumped up fucking charge. And, and that's the thing. So it's Bobby's right. It's not about if you're not doing anything wrong. They can find this out. They hunt these people down. What people need to understand is that the reason I was talking earlier about how you know, late, th- that lady, that Satanist lady, I forget who she was. And I can't find the fucking video if one of you guys could find it, how she talks about openly how when she was part of the Luciferian 
uh, club and cult or whatever the fuck she was. She was like one of the high priestesses. She was really high up. And she laughed and joked. She said, we have been funneling children into the Catholic Church for decades. For decades we've been doing this. I think my window's open. I don't know if you guys heard that. But so basically this has gone on for decades and years and years. This is a long-term plan where they've been funneling bad cops, bad priests, people as high as the Pope. A lot of people think the Pope was funneled in, and he's a Manchurian candidate, right? Like, This isn't something that started a year or two ago. This is shit that's been going on. Cardi B, Lady Gaga, Billie Eilish, fucking all these people. Britney Spears back in the day, Justin Bieber. These kids were, were taken as children. Some of these school shooters taken as children and brainwashed and have been used as Zoolander-type weapons within this system. So understand that as this shit goes on, they're just deploying weapons, which are these psychopaths who come as Trump supporters or cops or priests and they're unleashing them right now, like just clicking a detonation button. And wait, you're going to see at the rallies, Soros already got caught doing this. He was doing it at the border. He was doing it during the Black Lives Matter movements. Project Veritas caught multiple undercover videos of them saying, Bernie supporters, all these people saying that they bust people in. Dude, wasn't right. Minnesota... Wait a minute. Wasn't Minnesota the one that was predicted to explode if Bernie didn't win... Holy shit. I'm just tying uh, something right. together here. Wisconsin, was it? Was it with- no. no. I thought it was like Utah. I thought it was Milwaukee. No, it wasn't I thought it was Milwaukee. I think it was I think Milwaukee. Kurt, Kurt, every Kurt, city Kurt, in the country. Kurt, the adults are talking. <laughs> Shut up. Um, <laughs> it definitely wasn't Minnesota. <laughs> Utah. Fuck you get I'm Utah from. It was like Utah. a Utah, Seattle something. It was like a Utah, no, it was Seattle, either, Louisiana. It, it was either... No, it was either Wisconsin or Minnesota. It was one of them. I think it might have been I think it was Milwaukee. It was Big Ten country, whatever it was. But, yeah, that was the Project Veritas. They said when Bernie doesn't win, that that city's going to burn. And we're right within miles of that right now, being in Minnesota, whether it was Wisconsin or Minnesota. It was was Milwaukee. It was Wisconsin. Why why is Minneapolis or Minnesota important? Why do you think it's important that it's there? I know exactly why it's important. Feed me the information. Okay. I'm going to spoon feed you like a baby. (laughs) Um, Because that was the one very large area that Obama used for refugee resettlement for Somalis. Mm -hmm. It It has the largest Somali population in the world, hence... Ilhan Omar and her daughter, who are also taking Twitter, doing interviews, stating that they hope there is violence in the streets up there over the cop killing. I'm I'm noticing right now, too, Minnesota is literally the closest. Minneapolis is literally the closest place in Minnesota to Wisconsin. It is on the Wisconsin border. Mm -hmm. Right. It is almost in Wisconsin. Right. So this is pretty interesting. You got chaos going on in Michigan, which is right across Lake Michigan from Wisconsin. And then you have Minnesota, which borders Wisconsin. So I'm going all in. On my prediction, I'm going Michigan, Wisconsin. I'm going to. Time I'm, I'm going there. Wisconsin. That way, I can cover all Wisconsin. 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 That's a new word. That's, That's a what happens after a couple drinks. Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah, Wisconsin. The Jameson's kicking in. Four drinks deep. I'm there. The uh, the so yeah, I'm going to go Wisconsin here, and uh, I think it may be Wisconsin. I think it may be Michigan. But I'm taking I'm taking Big Ten country right now. I think they've had this set up 
They have had troops there. They've had actors trained there. They've had everything going on there. And this is why it's starting in Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota is also, I mean, that was a state that was barely blue. It was barely right, blue in exactly. 2016. These are, barely. These are big states, too. Michigan, Wisconsin, uh, Wisconsin, and Minnesota. But um, <laughs> Wisconsin's great. <laughs> I love Wisconsin. Uh, all right, so that's it. I don't think we have much more uh, to talk about. one more thing about before we end it. Oh, Did Jesus you guys see uh, Chris Rock? What happened? Praising Cuomo? Oh, no. Yeah, Chris Rock praises New York Governor Cuomo, saying coronavirus press briefings, quote, bring him joy. So this goes to the whole theory of what you're talking about, about, you know, all right, so here's the deal. One of my favorite comedians, Patrice O'Neill, and I arguably think he's one of the greatest philosophical minds of our marbles time. Marbles in your ass. Yeah, marbles in the ass guy. So he, he, was, he always used to go on Opie Anthony, check him out on like YouTube. One of the things he always said, because he was the best comedian, even all the greatest comedians said he was a comedian's comedian. If he came in the room, you had to be on your game. Otherwise, he's, otherwise he was going to call you out. And he always called people out for the truth. One of the things he always said was this. He said, you do not stay popular in Hollywood or in entertainment for this long without owing something. And this is why Patrice never made it big because he never sold out. He had the opportunity to. He worked with Spike Lee on a few things. And he said he got a couple of phone calls to do a couple of favors. It's just like the mafia, guys. It's just like the mafia. So he said, you do not stay uh, famous in this industry for a long time without owing something. And one day you're going to get that knock on your door and they're going to say, Patrice O'Neill, Chris Rock, I'm going to need that favor from you. So is Chris Rock's favor praise of Cuomo during a time where New York City, you know, has the probably the worst statistics in the entire world? You know, is that his part of the favor is part of Ice Cube's favor posting that fake meme, knowing that it's fake, but it's still going to get retweeted 50,000 times. Out of the 100,000 people that see it, only 2% of them are actually going to realize at any point that it's a fake image. So these people are used, Al Sharpton, all these people, they get their fame, they get their fortune, and then guess what happens? Knock, knock. All right, you owe. Praise Cuomo. You know, talk about the riots. You know, call this guy a Trump, you know, racist Trump supporter, all these things. And then that's how they owe. I mean, it's the blackmail, right? It's the same thing we talked about with with Epstein and with everyone who's in this. You know, we talk about the sacrifices. We talk about how they have to, you know, give someone up or return a favor. This is this I is how they work. This is how quick. the cabal and the Illuminati seconds. work. What is it? The Patrice uh, clip? Yeah. No, the Chris Rock. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, right. There you go. Chris. I, uh, yes, thank you. You, I watch you every single day, and you, you bring me calm. Bring me joy. Didn't Aretha Anita Baker sing that? You bring me joy every single day. Because I don't know what's going on. I thought I lived in the United States. I thought I lived in a country. And now I realize we have 50 countries, essentially. Right now we're in the country of New York. That's it. And he's wearing blue gloves. Yeah. A weird, like, corn cob hat. Like, it's the weirdest attire. He has no mask on but gloves. Like, it's... <laughs> Didn't the CDC every... just announce it doesn't live on surfaces? I don't know what the <laughs> hell's going on in this video. Yes, it they really... did. So this just broke. This just broke seven minutes ago, so uh, this is the first we're hearing about this. So we'll look into. I wish there was a camera off. that yeah. showed that he took all that shit off once the cameras weren't rolling. That would have been no, even better. Oh, so did you see the dude? Did you see the dude that got busted the, the yesterday? Uh, it was circulating. I forget what her name is. Deanna. Who's the one? The good, the the cute Republican girl who's like really popular. 
Um, she's running for Congress. Deanna oh, Lorraine. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's, she's hot. Uh, she's wifey status. She's, she's, she's close to that. But um, Deanna Lorraine did a, uh, was on an interview. I'm trying to find it and see if I posted it. So Deanna Lorraine was on an interview, and the, the reporters were trying to make a big scene about people not wearing masks out here, blah, blah, blah. And the reporter turns to the guy. It's some, like, big six-foot-four white guy with a fucking beard, you know, like beer belly. And he goes, yeah, look at this. He goes, sir, why are you not wearing a wet mask? And the guy goes, your camera guy's not wearing a fucking mask. Yeah. And then the, and then the reporter goes, uh, yeah, yeah, well, he's not. He's not. Um, uh, anyway, back to you. Like, and it just it blew him the fuck up because the reporter had his mask on, and then there was another – the, the beer belly guy took the photo of the camera people. None of them were wearing a mask behind the camera. Like, it's just a complete fucking fraud. The actual video of that right. guy, because he, he was recording them, the actual video of that guy that that guy took got released, too. So you see, like, the cameraman wasn't wearing it. He had it, like, on his chest. The sound guy the sound wasn't. Guy, there was, like, there was three people that weren't wearing it. Uh, hey, that was at Wisconsin, too. So maybe, uh... Ah, uh, Wisconsin at it again. Wisconsin at it again. <laughs> but, uh, all right, before we get to the two-hour mark, let's, let's cut this off now. Final words. Janet, any final words for the people before we duck out of here? I just want to say for anybody that did not already see it or hear about it, um, Joe Biden, when he was with Governor Wolf, talking about, oh, the coronavirus in the state of the nation, he let out the biggest, wettest, loudest fart, kind of like Eric <laughs> did. He did, he did. And fucking I love it. And I just want to know what they're going to spend because when Eric Swalwell farted on live TV, it was supposedly a coffee mug sliding across the counter. So Joe Biden's alone in his basement. What was he sliding that was a white or wet slippery fart? I just want to know. (laughs) They're going to say it was The listeners want to know. Yeah, we're dying to know. Joe, what was that? Bobby. (laughs) So good. (laughs) Um, words. Now, can I promote myself for a second? Of course you can. Oh, you can sweet. do whatever you want. Uh, I really, if you guys like any of the videos I've been doing, um, I've been putting a lot of work into them and I want to keep doing them. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, if you could, uh, I have a YouTube page and, as well as a Patreon. Uh, you can do patreon.com slash Sideshow Bob. Um, Help Bob out. He needs some money for a lawsuit. Lawsuits. He needs some money for weed. <laughs> yeah. A lot of shit going on there. Help this man out. He's, he's a musician he's giving it up for you guys to keep making videos you got a new one coming out that's yep. about to drop yep. which looks fucking dope yep. which is one of my favorite everyone you do is better than the last one so help this fucking kid out hit his patreon up it's in his twitter bio patreon.com slash sideshow bob throw him a couple bucks in there throw him some like throw him some loves throw him some retweets and uh and let's get bobby some more money so that he can do higher Higher, higher quality. Higher. <laughs> so you can actually buy, so you could stop using like iMovie and, and use cameras. actually like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bobby's doing this with like duct tape and dial up. Crazy it, it looks like the, uh, looks like the, the spaceship that we went to the moon on. That's what my apartment was. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like Chet Hanks and his Illuminati thing where he tried to claim he's not Illuminati because his couch is shitty. So, so yeah, sorry to jump your plug there, Bob, but I figured it's no, easier. No, I, I appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So any other final words? No, that's it. Just follow me. <laughs> Dude, Kurt's hey, catching Bob up. Needs, Kurt's coming up Bob needs a date. Oh, no. So. Yeah, yeah. 
You can't War- claim states, boys. Oh yeah. Oh, that's the next pod. Oh, we're gonna do that. No claiming states. No. <laughs> on the no, next, no. on the next podcast, we're just teasing here. I want to leave it because this yeah. is a whole twenty-minute segment. Me and Bobby are in a huge debate because we're both single ladies. I'm not sure if you know about that. Uh, Bobby You're is more talented. Ladies? We're both single, <laughs> comma, oh, ladies. Okay, so you really do need that lingerie site. <laughs> Punk- so punctua- wait, I'm going to send you some shit tomorrow. <laughs> Punctuation is very important. We're sweet. We're single, comma, ladies. So, uh, yeah, so me and Bobby are both single. Uh, we do... We do cross streams sometimes with our with our whoa, Twitters. Whoa, so. <laughs> we don't cross. We are, well, no, I mean we we tend to sword follow fighting? some more girls. It's for sword fighting is a no. <laughs> yeah, so so this is off the rails. <laughs> so so we're gonna do a draft where Bobby's not allowed to talk to any girls in my state, and I'm not allowed to talk to any girls in his state, so that we can keep it. So we want your guys' input on it on Twitter. We may do a state draft for me and Bobby, so that uh, we can we can make. Well, sure I do we want to say real a, quick. This all started with saying I could not. Talk to girls that lived in your entire state. Correct. Correct. No, I actually said New York. And I said the Northeast. Okay, so the Northeast. Yeah. So I went to college in New York. So I don't care. You don't live here. Okay, you were talking to somebody in Nashville as early as like I don't know a year ago. Yeah, I met her down there. This was before we had we had our, our podcast or anything. Yeah, it was like a year ago. Or I met her. Yeah, I was in Nashville. So you can't talk to her anymore and give me her number. Okay, oh, fine. Yeah. She married a dude from New Kids on the Block, so I'm fine. Yeah, but he <laughs> and just had a baby. So yeah, but there's no way she's happy that. in that marriage. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll no sacrifice that. Uh, it wasn't new kids. It was something. One of those. Uh, same thing. Yeah. But uh, Kurt, final words. Uh, yeah. Since I don't get to talk on these political podcasts, I just want to talk to my QTN community real quick because they've uh-huh. been hitting me up my stance. Uh-huh. I don't mm-hmm. believe anything that's going on in 2020. Not that it's not happening as far as the virus and this latest death, just as far as where it's coming from and what it is. So I just wanted to get that out there. Secondly, I was looking at my dog today, and I want to ask you guys a question. Instead of barking, what if your dog could just say one phrase all the time? What would you have your dog say? Oh, my. Oh my. Like, instead of barking, he just, like, says something. Like, you got a big dick. You got a big dick. And whenever the mailman comes, like, what would you have your dog say all the time if he could do one phrase? That's what I would have him say. <laughs> it's not even a not question. You, any, any girl I have come over, just Tom's got a big dick. <laughs> Tom's got a big dick. Oh, great. All right. That's what I would. I, I mean, that's, that's the winner. <laughs> that's it. Janet's gonna. Janet's not gonna be able to speak, and and Bobby probably doesn't have an answer. What are you gonna say, Bob? Uh-oh. Yeah, Bobby's gone. Bobby's gone. Yeah, everyone's well, gone. I, Good job. Did Kurt. we ever get cursed percentages on the false flag? No, that? Tom interrupted. No, That's no why I tried no to one. address my QTN community because oh, Tom okay. just cuts me off on everything. <laughs> but the I'm thing is, I can't think kid. of anything better than you have a big dick because that could work. I don't know. What else? I, <laughs> yeah. I could work in part. You really? Because you use dogs to try to pick up women. So if your dog vouches for the side, <laughs> <laughs> I would add. I would add something <laughs> like. I would add, like, Bob's got a big dick. I would know because I've tried to lick it. No, it's too long. It's too long. <laughs> now, now, what? What are you saying? You're like, down, dog. You're talking about your dog trying to blow you? Well, I mean, you have to <laughs> That's justify. where you would go? Your dog would have to justify. What do you mean justify? It's your dog. You walk around the house naked. I don't have of course, a dog. Your dog I would want my dog. dick the most. Wait. 
Yeah. If I had a dog, I don't know if I'd want it to see my dick. I don't know why. What? Well, I don't think you'd want anyone to see that fucking dick. <laughs> I, I feel like it would change things. Does it not change the relationship no, with you and your dog? Oh, what kind of relationship do you have with your dog? No, like a friendship? Am I the only one realizing that? Like, what, do you have a jar of peanut butter sitting on your fucking <laughs> Isn't counter? Isn't your dog your <laughs> best friend? Would you show your best friend your dick? Wait, Bob. You really what wouldn't you let saying? your dog see your dick if I don't you got, have like, a dog. I don't know. I haven't had a dog yeah, since but if I was you just got out of the shower. You just like cover up your dick because your well, dog. I never looked at him. The dog like was in the bathroom looking at me. It was weird. <laughs> I, like I don't like making eye contact with other people or things okay. while I'm naked. But you want your dog to say, I know he has a big dick because I try to lick it all the time. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't really think like, that through too much. Pick a fucking lane, dude. I didn't really think that through too much. But what I'm saying is... <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's four drinks deep at the same time right now. <laughs> oh, God. I'm actually six right now. So, uh, yeah, it's time for me to get my night started. Wow, this shit just got good, right? We're ending oh, it. Man. Fuck. Oh, what a mess. Anyway, I'll take my final words on Joe Biden. Um, for those of you that haven't seen it, you have to look at Joe Biden's fucking mask on his avatar. I mean, it is the funniest thing ever. He looks like fucking senile Darth Vader, but he needs to fire his social media team fucking immediately. I have never seen like this thing is crooked. It's half on his nose. He looks old as shit. He's got these dark glasses on and a black mask like he looks like. He looks like a, a, a kind of retarded Darth Vader. So um, you guys have seen the mask on Joe Biden, correct? Yes. Yes. Yeah, so I want everyone to circulate ear. that. Look at his left, yeah, left ear. ear is literally hanging off his head. Like this dude's got professional photographers within two feet of him at all times. Uh, you figure he would at least get a better picture. So Joe Biden's mask. I will end on that. Make sure you guys follow at No Mercy Pod on Twitter. Uh, I will do a self-promotion here. I think I actually have reached 10,000 Instagram followers, Kurt, so I can do the swipe up. So that is a big moment. But uh, keep in mind, if Kurt is right and all of our accounts will be getting deleted because we're going to start going even harder, uh, follow me on Instagram, at Tommy G Patriot over there uh, as my backup account. I don't know what's going on in the background, but I think the world just exploded. I don't know. It's time to get the fuck off. So uh, for the bod, no mercy. I am Tommy G. Bob's Lessons. Janet, good luck. Stay questioning, motherfuckers. Mercy is for the weak. We do not train to be merciful here. A man face you, he is enemy. Enemy deserve no mercy. Ain't no mercy. Ain't no mercy.